1: What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast?
0: Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started.
1: Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Who are you going to
0: call? The Sidonians! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That's what I remember. For the tree chopping. Yeah,
0: they're the best tree choppers. They are. Tree tree choppers. Jesus.
1: Chopping trees. Chopping,
0: yeah. Those Ch- things
1: chopping the cheese, <laughs> yeah. King Hiram, king of tear made a deal with Solomon. Okay, and they're gonna trade tree chopping with oil and shit.
0: With oil, uh, like oil. oh, like olive oil. I was like, what the fuck? They said <laughs> they have no fucking they power and vehicles and shit. What, what do they need oil for? Yeah, no olive, You're right, olive oil. oil. Right, okay. I got it. Okay. All right, so um, that, that was First Kings chapter five. Yes and we are now going into
1: first kings chapter six
0: all right let's do this okie dokie hey wife do you like coffee in the morning
1: i sure do husband morning noon night which reminds me i need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low
0: wait before you do that check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee
1: what if I want more than one pound?
0: Either order a larger amount, or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks, or a month, or whatever works for you.
1: Did you set up something special for our listeners?
0: You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout.
1: That's a hellishly good deal.
0: Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee.
1: Mm. Okay, First Kings chapter 6. Okay. It was mid-spring in the month of Ziv.
0: Okay. I didn't know Ziv Month of Ziv, huh?
1: I didn't know... Good old month of Ziv. Ziv was a month. Yeah. That's interesting. I might have to look that up. Yeah, Ziv. During the fourth year of Solomon's reign that he began to construct the temple of the Lord.
0: Okay. Here we go. Constructing the temple of the Lord. Is this going to be as exciting as constructing the ark? Probably. Um...
1: (laughs) Um, this little bit is called Solomon builds the house of the Lord. Okay. FYI. All right. So yeah, I didn't read it first in case it was a spoiler, but nope, not a spoiler.
0: Okay. All right.
1: This was 480 years after the people of Israel were rescued from their slavery in the land of Egypt.
0: Good to know. Good to know. So about
1: 500 years later. Right. Yep. Okay. The temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 90 feet long, 30 feet wide and 45 feet high. Okay. Can, I can't picture that because I'm terrible with numbers. <laughs> so do you have an idea of what yeah, that is?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, it's fairly big. Yeah. Like
1: a house big? or?
0: It's probably bigger than a house, I think. Yeah, bigger than a house. Okay. Yep.
1: All right. The entry room at the front of the temple was 30 feet wide. That's a big mud room. Yeah. Running across the entire width of the temple. It projected outward 15 feet from the front of the temple. Solomon also made narrow recessed windows throughout the temple. I like windows. Mm-hmm. He built a complex of rooms against the outer walls of the temple, all the way around the sides. And rear of the building.
0: This sounds better so far than the, the Ark building. They're not going into detail about every little goddamn thing.
1: I, I don't know. We're not done yet. Well,
0: it's true. It's true. And I should have maybe kept my mouth shut.
1: We're getting measurements here, <laughs> so I, I fear that's where we're headed. Okay. All right. The complex was three stories high, the bottom floor being seven feet wide, the second floor nine feet wide, and the top floor ten feet wide. Hmm. It doesn't make much it went,
0: sense. It got wider as it went up? Yeah. That's weird. That's
1: weird, right? Yeah. The rooms were connected to the walls of the temple by beams resting on ledges built out from the wall. So the beams were not inserted into the walls themselves.
0: Oh, maybe they Okay. So like they used the beams to hold up those alley those those parts that hung over. Oh,
1: okay. 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 The stones used in the construction of the temple were finished at the quarry, so there was no sound of hammer, axe, or any other iron tool at the building site. It was very silent and
0: solemn.
1: (laughs) Let's build this thing silently and solemnly. The entrance to the bottom floor was on the south side of the temple. There were winding stairs going up to the second floor and another flight of stairs between the second and third floors. After completing the temple structure solomon put in a ceiling made of cedar beams and planks cool as already stated he built a complex of rooms along the sides of the temple building attached to the temple walls by cedar timbers i don't know why they repeated it if they literally said as already stated
0: right right
1: each story of the complex was seven feet high That's that's not very tall they were so short.
0: Yeah, I would... That no would, wonder
1: nine feet seemed like a giant to them. <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: no, I would feel very cramped in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Then the Lord gave this message to Solomon. Ooh, the Lord is speaking directly no. to him.
0: That happened, this is the second time this has happened. Yeah, yeah. Which is different. It this, is This different. is new. Yeah. I mean, like, it's new for, since, like, for this the generation. times of Moses, basically, right. or, you know, whatever. It's so. new for this
1: generation. Right, yeah. Concerning this temple you're building... If you keep all my decrees and regulations and obey all my commands, I will fulfill through you the promise I made to your father, David. It's, Jesus. I hate that whole, if you do good, then I'll keep my promise. Right. And like, but what if I do bad? Are you not going to keep your promise?
0: Right, right. Like, what if I fuck up this temple, man?
1: So, so it wasn't a very good promise if, if it was built on a stipulation. Right. Because that wasn't the deal that you made.
0: No, not initially.
1: I will live among the Israelites and I will never abandon my people of Israel, you know, unless Unless I fucking feel like it,
0: you know, live up to your side of the deal.
1: Right. So Solomon finished building the temple. The inside, the entire inside from floor to ceiling was paneled with wood. He paneled the walls and ceilings with cedar and he used planks of cypress for the floors. He partitioned off an inner sanctuary, the most holy place at the far end of the temple. It was 30 feet deep and was paneled with cedar from floor to ceiling. That's a lot of cedar wood.
0: It is a lot of cedar wood, but 30 feet deep? Yeah. That's weird. Right? Yeah.
1: The main room of the temple outside the Most Holy Place, all capital letters, was 60 feet long. Wow. Cedar paneling completely covered the stone walls throughout the temple, and the paneling was decorated with carvings of gourds and open flowers. Hmm. Oh, that sounds pretty.
0: They had paneling back then, though. Hmm. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That, that sounds pretty, though. It does, it does. Gourds and open flowers. Yeah,
0: but somebody had to sit there and literally hand-carve all that shit. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And it's not like they had, like, fucking templates to, like, burn them in or something like mm-hmm, that. but I
1: or... bet they ate well. The Pro- artisans.
0: Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they were slaves. You never know. That's
1: true. <laughs> I was sitting here like thinking, oh, they, I, I was thinking of the Greeks and the Romans and how they treated their artisans. Mm, yeah. You know, with patrons and Yeah. all that. So.
0: But no, they have slaves. So, yeah. I yeah. forgot.
1: Yeah. They suck. Right. He prepared the inner sanctuary at the far end of the temple where the Ark of the Lord's covenant will be placed. This inner sanctuary was 30 feet long. Thirty feet wide and thirty feet high, he overlaid the inside with solid gold. Solid gold. Wow. Do you remember that show, Solid Gold?
0: I know of it, but no, I don't remember much about it at all.
1: I loved that show when I was a kid, and so when in the movie *Scrooged*, starring Bill Murray, yeah. when the Solid Gold dancers appear at the end or throughout the play, throughout the movie, the performance that they're doing, okay, it cracks me up every time. Gotcha. The, the Solid Gold Dancers. Yeah. yeah. From Solid Gold.
0: It's <laughs> a, it
1: was a great show.
0: That, um, that's good.
1: Yeah. Did you, did you ever, do you even know what it was?
0: Uh, it wasn't some like musical like thing? Yeah. Kind you of know, like that's, that's America's
1: got. got Talent kind of thing? Sure. Yeah. 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 It was so good. I think they also did acting on it, but I might be thinking of a different one.
0: I don't know. It was a good show. I never show. really watched it, so.
1: Sorry, I did. It's all right. I'm better than you. Huh? He also overlaid the altar made of cedar. Then Solomon overlaid the rest of the temple's interior with solid gold, and he made gold chains to protect the entrance to the most holy place. Damn,
0: that is a lot of gold.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Solid.
0: Solid gold.
1: Solid gold is malleable.
0: It is. Very much so.
1: They shouldn't use that because... No, I mean,
0: it doesn't make it secure. It just makes it pretty.
1: Yeah. So he finished overlaying the entire temple with gold, including the altar that belonged to the most holy place. The most holy place is always capitalized. Yeah. Olive. Most holy place.
0: Right. Right.
1: He made two cherubim of wild olive wood, each fifteen feet tall. Wait,
0: wild olive wood?
1: Wild olive wood.
0: There was tame olive wood? No. Just What's the distinction between wild olive wood. It's and the not same olive?
1: distinction between um, wild roses versus well cared for roses. Okay. Well, um, weeds.
0: All right. All right.
1: Wild strawberries versus farmed strawberries. It just
0: seems like they wanted to make it sound very, uh, I don't know, whatever, dangerous or something. Or Oh, no. Or weird, it's just you know.
1: It's just a type of wood.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Weirdo. Each 15 feet tall and place them in the inner sanctuary. The wingspan of each of the cherubim was 15 feet. Each Jesus. wing being 7 feet long. Wow. Those are some flying baby yeah. angels
0: i mean yeah
1: the two cherubim were identical in shape and size each was 15 feet tall he he placed them side by side in the inner sanctuary of the temple
0: that doesn't sound like what i think of as cherubim
1: Mm-mm.
0: like these sound like giant fucking angel things yeah because yeah. I think a cherubim is like babies. The Valentine you know? baby yeah.
1: things. Either
0: yeah. that or they got out of, out of hand with their babies, you know? Like, they're, and, they're giant babies. Yeah, like, that's a giant baby.
1: That is a giant baby right there. <laughs> Hate to change that diaper. Their outspread wings reached from wall to wall while their inner wings touched the center of the room. Oh, touched at the center of the room.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Wow. He overlaid the two cherubim with gold. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He decorated all the walls of the inner sanctuary and the main room with carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. He did that himself, did he? Uh, he no. decorated it himself? I call
0: bullshit on that.
1: Right. He overlaid the floor in both rooms with gold. I don't think he did that either. No,
0: he called the gold overlayers.
1: Yeah, he was yeah.
0: like, you guys do this shit. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean... I, I would understand if they were like, he had this done, he had that done. Right. But they're not. They're saying, he did this. And I'm yeah. like, no, he didn't. Right. I wasn't there, but no, he didn't.
0: He told them to do it. Right. Yeah.
1: For the entrance to the inner sanctuary, he made double doors of wild olive wood with five-sided doorposts. No, he didn't. These <laughs> double doors. I'm going to start saying that every time because this is bullshit.
0: Right. They, they're, they're, they're making it sound like Solomon built the whole fucking thing.
1: And he didn't.
0: There's no fucking way.
1: These double doors were decorated with carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. The doors, including the decorations of cherubim and palm trees, were overlaid with gold. You kind of could have left that out. Right. It goes assumed at this point.
0: Now, they are kind of digging into this, like, you know boring style like mm-hmm. this is what they did this is what they did but it's not as bad as the ark building and you shit. keep
1: saying that and it's like it keeps going and i just am worried that you're cursing us so no, stop no, okay all right stop you don't I'll stop know saying it. I'll stop saying it's not as bad as the ark thus far thus far yeah then he made four-sided doorposts of wild olive wood for the entrance to the temple there were two folding doors of cypress wood and each door was hinged to fold back upon itself these doors were decorated with carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, all overlaid evenly with gold. Okay. The walls of the inner courtyard were built so that there was one layer of cedar beams between every three layers of finished stone. This is boring.
0: It is kind of boring.
1: The foundation of the Lord's temple was laid in mid-spring, in the month of Ziv.
0: And again, the month of, yeah, Ziv. During they the... did this all in like a month. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy.
1: During the fourth year of Solomon's reign, yeah, the entire building was completed in every detail by mid-autumn in the month of Bull
0: mm, okay. during
1: the 11th year of his reign.
0: Got it. Oh, wait. during the, Oh, yeah. damn. That took
1: Started in his seven fourth, years. Yeah. It took seven years to build. Crazy. So it took seven years to build the temple. The hmm. end.
0: Oh, that was it? The end. Oh. That was it. Well, see, now the temple's built. Now we don't have to listen to the temple being built anymore, so... we got that out of the way. We we kicked that one right out. We don't know. Hey there, we're done. We're done with that temple. We don't know what. No, we're fucking done. (laughs) The next chapter (laughs) might
1: be even worse. You don't know. We're done. We're done. I mean, I'm done. I don't want to
0: hear any more about (laughs) Solomon's fucking temple.
1: (laughs) You take your temple and go home. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Well, as excited as that was, that was First Kings chapter six, Mm -hmm. and tomorrow we will be doing.
1: First Kings chapter seven.
0: All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday?
0: Shit. No, I don't.
1: Are you serious? I don't. Solomon built the house of the Lord. Oh, that's right.
0: He built the house. Of the, yeah, that fucker. He. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> wow. That was hard. Oh, sorry. He um, took like seven years to get all that wood from the Sidonians. Oh,
0: yeah, they're good choppers.
1: And he made it out of solid gold.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: that's and right. They built it. They
0: built that house of the they Lord. They
1: built that temple right good. Yeah. And that's what happened.
0: Okay. So that was 1 uh, Kings chapter 6. Mm-hmm. And today we are doing. 1
1: Kings chapter 7.
0: All right, let's do this. <laughs>
1: okay first kings chapter seven okay so solomon also built a palace for himself
0: oh okay Cool, yeah cool, cool. i mean as you know it, you built the one for the lord might as well build one for yourself while right? you're at it yeah. yeah
1: it took him 13 years to complete the construction Fuck. 13 years god is that
0: on top like is that after the house of the lord so like it's oh, like seven it at, and then, like 20 years total now
1: i don't know or is it at the same time so they overlap i
0: don't know that's a good question
1: one of Solomon's buildings was called the Palace of the Forest of Lebanon.
0: The Palace of the Forest of Lebanon. Okay. Or sure.
1: Lebanon. I don't know. Lebanon? is Lebanon, Lebanon. fine. Lebanon. Whatever. Okay. It was... Well, okay. We have a town here called New Lebanon. So... And
0: we have a town named Lebanon.
1: Yeah. 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 And... So I get those confused with Lebanon, which I'm going to guess that it probably should have been the forest of Lebanon.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Okay. It was 150 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. There were four rows of cedar pillars and great cedar beams rested on the pillars. Those
0: great cedar beams. Mm.
1: Those beams, they were so so great. great. Yeah. The hall had a cedar roof. Above the beams on the pillars were 45 side rooms arranged in three tiers of 15 each.
0: You can't picture what's going on here but I okay i can't
1: either i'm just this is boring and i want to get to story stuff so i'm like blah 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 he built things yeah right on each end of the long hall were three rows of windows facing each other all the doorways and doorposts have rectangular frames and were arranged in sets of three facing so that, each other that
0: answers our question they did have windows apparently yeah they did so there's but that. did
1: their windows have glass in them i
0: don't I mean, that's what a window is to me, but you no, know,
1: no, a window is just an opening. Well, that's true. In the wall, that's true. To see out, that's true. It could have been open, You're or it right. could have just had bars. Could
0: have been, yeah.
1: Okay, um, blah blah blah. Solomon also built the Hall of Pillars, which was seventy-five feet long and forty-five feet wide. There was a porch in front, along with a canopy supported by pillars. Solomon also. Built the throne room. Yeah,
0: you got to have a throne room.
1: Known as the Hall of Justice.
0: The Hall of Justice. That's That's, that's such a strong That
1: sounds like it's from the Justice League. The Hall of Justice. Yeah. Okay. Like Superman and Wonder Woman and all them. The Hall of Justice. Right, right. Teen Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Where he sat to hear legal matters. It was paneled with cedar. Of course it was. From floor to ceiling. They love cedar. Solomon's living quarters surrounded a courtyard behind this hall. Aw, I want a courtyard. Yeah. You never build me a courtyard. Never. And they were constructed the same way. He also built similar living quarters for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had married. Hmm. You know, his princess wife. Yeah, right. Here, your house is over there, honey.
0: Right, they had separate houses. Nice. Yeah.
1: That's the best way to be married. (laughs) (laughs) I live here, you live there.
0: Right, Yeah.
1: From foundation to eaves, all these buildings were built from huge blocks of high-quality stone, cut with saws and trimmed to exact measure on all sides. Hmm. Some of the huge foundation stones were 15 feet long, and some were 12 feet long. Okay. The blocks of high-quality stone used in the walls were also cut to measure, and cedar beams were also used.
0: Yeah. As they as they've been have saying, been. Right. Yeah.
1: The walls of the great courtyard will, were built so that there was one layer of cedar beams between every three layers of finished stone, just like the walls of the inner courtyard of the Lord's temple with its entry room. Okay. Okay. Yep. I think that's the end of some of the building. Got it. Next that's, section. I'm glad to
0: hear that because
1: boring. King Solomon then asked for a man named Huram to come from Tyre. Wow. Huram. Which sounds similar to King Hiram.
0: Yeah, but it's probably not.
1: I know. I was just saying because Hiram was the king that he got the Sidonian wood from. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's just interesting. Okay. He was half Israelite since his mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali. Uh Uh-huh. And his father had been a craftsman in bronze from Tyre. Hiram was extremely skillful and talented in any work in bronze. He came to do all the metal work for King Solomon. I see. Huram, oh, we're not done with building.
0: No, oh, we're not. God, oh, that sucks. <laughs> we got to hear about bronze now because yeah. he was good at bronze. He's
1: a bronze guy. Yeah. Huram, if cast- you
0: need a bronze thing done, you, now we know who to call. It's her, her, Huram, Huram. Yep. Not the Sidonians. That's for cedar cutting, mm-hmm. wood cutting. Yeah. They but were the bronze. Huram.
1: He's the best. Yeah. Hiram cast two bronze pillars, each 27 feet tall and 18 feet in circumference. For the top of the pillars, he cast bronze capitals, each 7 feet tall. Mm. Each capital was decorated with seven sets of latticework and interwoven chains. Awesome. He also encircled the latticework with two rows of pomegranates. (laughs) <laughs> to decorate the capitals over the pillars,
0: they really love their pomegranates. I'm back so then. glad like that so pomegranates, many pomegranates.
1: I'm really glad that pomegranates have entered Still, the chat. Yeah, yeah, right. The capitals on the columns inside the entry room were shaped like water lilies, and they were six feet tall. Awesome. The capitals on the two pillars had two hundred pomegranates. Damn! In two rows around them. Yeah. Beside the rounded surface next to the lattice work. Good stuff. Hiram set the pillars at the entrance of the temple, one toward the south and one toward the north. He named the one on the south, Jaqen, and the one on the north, Boaz. We're
0: fucking naming architecture now?
1: Fuck yeah, we are. Jesus Christ. The capitals on the pillars were shaped like water lilies, and so the work on the pillars was finished. Great. Okay? Yeah. Oh, now we're moving into furnishings. Fucking hell. (sighs) Then Hiram cast a great round basin 15 feet across from rim to rim called
0: the sea (laughs) i have to go take a bath in the The sea sea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was seven feet deep and about 45 feet in circumference
0: jesus christ it's like a fucking pool
1: mm -hmm. god damn what it is right yes it was encircled just below its rim by two rows of decorative gourds there were about six gourds per foot all the way around, and they were cast as part of the basin.
0: Why do you need gourds in a fucking pool? Oh, decorative. you know what? They could be what well, they could be like buoy things, right? Because like were a... decorative. Okay, all right.
1: What yeah. the fuck? It, it literally I mean, said what they were for. I just wouldn't
0: decorate my pool with gourds. That's all.
1: Are you from two thousand years ago or no, whatever? No, I'm not. I'm not. Then shut the fuck up. Okay, all right. The sea was placed on a base of twelve bronze oxen, all facing facing outward.
0: Hold on a second. This whole fucking thing, this this thing was this pool. up mm-hmm. on top of bronze oxen. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, can you fucking imagine? Like, there's a goddamn pool raised right. up yeah. on top of fucking decorative oxen
1: mm-hmm.
0: with gourds surrounding the fucking yeah. thing.
1: And pomegranates.
0: Like, what the f- What? Why? That's just excessive, like, bullshittery.
1: It really is. Three faced north, three faced west, three faced south, and three- Faced fucking east. east duh okay i i wasn't paying attention was, to what you had already said oh my honestly. god i was like <laughs> wow that was a gimme for you and I, then i tried to
0: think of something funny to say and it didn't come out so fail. yeah
1: and the sea rested on them yeah the walls of the sea the sea the sea were about three inches thick yeah. and its rim flared out like a cup mm. and resembled a water lily blossom.
0: Hmm, that's awesome.
1: It could hold about eleven thousand gallons of water.
0: Fucking hell!
1: Jesus Christ! Can you imagine?
0: Can you? Yeah. Can you? Okay. Can you imagine being the pool boy for this shit? Mm-mm, like, because you know they don't have running water back then, so right. like you're you're re- constantly having changing somebody... out stagnant water. Right. That's insane. Somebody
1: is constantly coming in with a new pail.
0: Right. Of yeah, water. like always.
1: Yeah. Hiram also made ten bronze water carts. Yeah, he did. Each six feet long, six feet wide, and four feet tall. They were constructed with side panels braced with crossbars. Mm. It's important knowledge. Yes, very. Both the panels and the crossbars were decorated with carved lions, oxen, and cherubim.
0: For fuck's sake, it sound, do you know what this sounds like to me? Sounds like the dude has way too much money, and he's just like fucking frivolously spending it mm-hmm. on goddamn pools and buildings. And, That's what it and sounds like to me. And pomegranates, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And gourds.
0: Like just because he can. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got, I got money. Yep. Here, I'm, we're just gonna just blow it on shit. Yep. No one's fighting us, so just spendy, Whatever. Spend, spend, spend. Dolla, yeah. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Right.
1: Above and below the lions and oxen were wreath decorations. Each of these carts had four bronze wheels and bronze axles.
0: Who the fuck needs a bronze wheel? Why do you need a bronze wheel?
1: I don't know, but when I hear the word axle, I can't help but think of Beverly Hills Cop 2 when the guy is trying to say axle and he's like, Achel Foley. Got it. axle. Yeah. Achel.
0: Yeah. So I was thinking when you said Axel and you were saying I think of, I was thinking of Axel Rose. But Mm-mm. that's the Mm-mm. first Axel that comes to my head.
1: <laughs> 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 now I'm
0: sure everybody's gonna to have to go out and watch Beverly Hills Cop.
1: Do you know what that tune is actually called?
0: No, what's it called?
1: Axel F.
0: Is it really? Yep. Interesting.
1: Yep. I I think that is brilliant. There's
0: a, there's a little bit of a, of uh yeah,
1: eighties trivia for you. Yeah, eighties trivia for you. It, it's listed. Beverly Hills Cop, the first one, obviously, is listed as one of the top greatest scripts ever written because it's it's a perfect screenplay.
0: Now, I think I did try to rewatch one of those like within the last five years, maybe. You shut your dirty mouth. I don't think it really holds up.
1: No, it does. I watched it but recently. But there's way as too well. many
0: comments about like things that are not okay. Okay to say.
1: Okay, no, but you go into it knowing that. Okay. But all right. But the funny parts are like the jokes still hold. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. The not the
0: not the, not ones, the that are cringy. ones that
1: are cringy. Obviously, that doesn't hold up. Right. But the story and the humor itself okay. does hold up. All right. That's what I meant to say. All right. But you're right. It was it wasn't good. No. There were supporting posts for the bronze basins at the corners of the carts. These supports were decorated on each side with carvings of wreaths. Okay. The top of each cart had a rounded frame for the basin. It projected one feet above the cart's top. One feet above, not one foot above. (laughs) Like a round pedestal, and its opening was two feet across. It was decorated on the outside with carvings of wreaths. The panels of the carts were square, not round. Okay. Nor triangular, nor hexagonal. Right, yeah.
0: None of those other shapes.
1: No. Square, not round. Right. Under the panels were four wheels... That were connected to axles that had been cast as one unit with the cart. The wheels were two feet in diameter and were similar to chariot wheels. Okay, I'm just buzzing through this because... Yeah, because it's bullshit. It's bullshittery and boring.
0: And again, this guy has way too much goddamn money to spend on mm-hmm. bullshit.
1: Nonsense. The axle spokes, rims, and hubs were all cast from molten bronze. There were handles at each of the four corners of the carts and these two... Were cast as one unit okay, with the cart.
0: Just from the mere fact that they're building the whole goddamn thing out of bronze, mm-hmm. makes it like you're gonna have to have multiple people wield these things. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just have some. Like you're not taking you're, your
1: radio flyer Right. Wagon. Is, these are not
0: <laughs> utility things. They're 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 excessively. They're, no. they're they're just excessive. That's all.
1: They're ridiculous. Yeah. and stupid. They didn't think ahead on these. No, things. No, no. Around the top of each cart was a rim nine inches wide. (laughs) Rim. (laughs) The corner supports and side panels were cast as one unit with the cart. Carvings of cherubim, lions, and palm trees. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Decorated the panels and corner supports wherever there was room. Yeah. And there were wreaths all around. There were
0: lots of fucking wreaths. So many wreaths. So many wreaths. They got the most wreaths.
1: They they had the most wreaths. They even outshone um, Michael's Yeah. and Hobby Lobby <laughs> and Joanne Fabric. They had the most wreaths of all.
0: That's why those places are Christian places, right? Oh, my God.
1: They're not all. Only Hobby Lobby, okay. I think. Hobby Lobby. It, I mean, I could be mistaken, but I believe Hobby Lobby. I know Hobby Lobby is the only one of those three that's closed on Sundays, and they are the ones that are they like. They definitely Christian-y. Hobby Lobby
0: definitely is like Christian, Christian, Christian. Yeah. So.
1: I don't think the other two are. I think the other two are just like, no, nah, we're just here for business. Got it. Okay. We just want your fucking money. We don't Christian pretend or otherwise. Not, whatever. Yeah. Here's your fucking beads. Get
0: your fucking happy planner here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All ten water carts were the same size and were made alike. For each was cast from the same mold. Hurum also made ten smaller bronze basins, one for each cart. Each basin was six feet across and could hold 220 gallons of water. Oh, fuck? Nobody could pull it, but who gives I a can, fuck? Right. He set five water carts on the south side of the temple and five on the north side. Right. The great bronze basin called The Sea was placed near the southeast corner of the temple. He also made the necessary wash basins, shovels, and bowls. So at last, Hiram completed everything King Solomon had assigned him to make, the temple of the lord the two pillars the two bowl-shaped capitals on top of the pillars the two networks of interwoven chains that decorated the capitals (laughs) the 400 pomegranates that hung from the chains on the capitals two rows of pomegranates for each of the chain networks that decorated the capitals on the top of of the pillars Mm -hmm. that was in parentheses so i had to use parentheses voice got it got it the 10 water carts holding the 10 basins the sea and the 12 oxen under it the ash buckets the shovels and the bowls Hiram made all these things of burnished bronze for the temple of the
0: Lord. Wait, ash buckets? Do you think they could... Oh, you know what? I wonder if they could, like, heat the pool because they just, like, light That's fires underneath that lifted, shit. That's it was yeah. Interesting.
1: hmm Um, anyway, he made that for the temple of the Lord, just as King Solomon had directed. The king had them casting clay molds in the Jordan Valley mm. between Succoth and Zarathan. Okay. Darithin.
0: Yeah, that place.
1: Solomon did not weigh all these things because there were so many. The weight of the bronze could not be measured. We literally just told you the measurements, but
0: they couldn't weigh it though. There was so much. There was so much. They couldn't weigh it. Okay. There's like we need a fuck ton, so send us a fuck ton. Got kay? it. Got it. Yeah.
1: Solomon also made all the furnishings of the temple of the Lord: the gold altar, the gold table for the bread of the presence, the lampstands of solid gold, five on the south and five in the north in front of the most holy place all capital letters mm-hmm. the flower decorations lamps and tongs all of gold the small bowls lamp snuffers bowls ladles and incense burners all of solid gold the doors for the entrances to the most holy place and the main room of the temple with their fronts overlaid with gold
0: i have a feeling that we hear a lot about solomon still because people like their money mhm i'm just saying like this is this is like just so much this is so fucking much
1: so flashy right it's unnecessary yeah i all i could think of is truck nuts
0: i'm i'm thinking more like the flashy like fucking the the preachers that have their goddamn private jets lizard snake boots and and fucking (laughs) diamonds on every fucking hand and Mm -hmm. yeah private Mm -hmm. jets and everything i'm like yeah this guy is like showing off his wealth for sure
1: so King Solomon finished all his work on the temple of the Lord, then he brought all the gifts his father David had de- dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the various articles, and he stored them in the treasuries of the Lord's temple. The end.
0: Okay. I I don't know why God needs this much fucking fanfare. He don't. And I don't know why Solomon needs this much fanfare when he I'm don't. sure, I'm sure. That there are people starving in his kingdom. hmm I'm positive of it. Yes. Because there's rules on how to feed the fucking starving. Yeah. And yet... And yet... He has so much gold and so much bronze... And a goddamn motherfucking heated pool.
1: <laughs> a heated like, pool so big that it's fuck? called The Sea. Right? Capital letters. Like,
0: I... I just don't even know what to say. This is, this is just too much.
1: It's too much. Like,
0: I know they're trying to go for awe and, like wonder but i'm going like excessive Mark. and bullshit yeah like yeah. you you spent way too much goddamn money and i'm sure because the lord has said in previous chapters he don't need all that shit right that this is excessive this mm-hmm. is fucking excessive
1: he literally told david i don't need that house i'm i'm i've been finding a tent right I presume yeah and so then Solomon comes around and what? He changes his mind? Yeah, okay, I'll take the gold now. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, like, the whole goddamn Lord's building thing, whatever, is all gold. Yeah. It's all gold. And his place is all bronze and cedar and fucking everything expensive.
1: It's ridiculous and stupid. Whatever. I whatever.
0: Hate it. All right.
1: It definitely didn't age well.
0: I, yeah, I agree. I don't like that.
1: I would say that this chapter aged worse than Beverly Hills Cop. Let's take a vote
0: um yeah probably right
1: I, like i would definitely rather endure beverly hills cop than this oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> hands
0: down hands down
1: <laughs> all right all right all right
0: i think that's all we got to say right that's all we got to say all right that was first kings chapter seven and tomorrow we will be back with
1: first kings chapter eight
0: all right we'll see you guys then boy
1: Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday?
0: Uh, Solomon built a big-ass pool called the sea. The sea. And he spent a shit ton of money on bronze and cedar paneling and and previously on the, the gold on the thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: he dude's, built like, spending all the fucking monies. And he built lots of built things. Built
0: lots of, well, two things, but, like...
1: Temples and houses and wagons and axles. That's
0: right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking pure bronze carts like what who fucking builds a pure bronze cart
1: only an idiot some
0: bullshit like can you imagine i need you to make me a bronze screw because it's gotta be all bronze
1: that's just dumb it's dumb it's it's overkill
0: it's definitely fucking overkill (laughs) all
1: right well that's what happened yesterday
0: and that was first kings chapter seven yep and today we're gonna get into
1: first kings chapter eight
0: awesome let's do it
1: okie dokie okay first kings chapter eight okay solomon then summoned to jerusalem the elders of israel and all the heads of the tribes the leaders of the ancestral families of the israelites okay they were to bring the ark of the lord's covenant to the temple from its location in the city of David, also known as Zion.
0: All 12 of them, huh? All 12 of they're them. They're going to meet up first, grab the ark, and then you know, they're going to hightail over it meeting. over there. Yeah. yeah. Get going. Put over whoever you like least, make sure they're on the side of it, steadying it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that, <laughs> so that when it falls, they can touch right, it and yeah, die. Yeah. So all the men of Israel assembled before King Solomon at the annual festival of shelters. Which is held in early autumn in the month of Ethanim.
0: Good old festival of shelters.
1: Festival of shelters. I want to know what all these months are. I'm gonna look those up. Right, that'd be so interesting. It'd be helpful
0: to understand.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, are these like pre-Greek?
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about Hebrew months.
1: I I don't either. How how many are there? Twelve in a year?
0: I would imagine so. There's only like one calendar that does thirteen. Apparently, that's more accurate. Actually,
1: I had read that too. And then I also read that if we gave 30 days to every month, that um, we would never have to have a leap year and we'd never have to have odd, like February being weird, sometimes 28, 29, whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I thought that would be kind of cool. There's all kinds
0: of weird things with time that don't make sense right now. It's a lot like the metric system where Mm. we're doing the wrong thing.
1: Right. For no good reason. Other, I mean, than other than tradition. America. Well, tradition.
0: Fuck yeah. We all understand the current one, so.
1: We all, we all America. The but rest of the know. world, the rest of the world is using the good stuff.
0: Not when it comes to calendars. The only people that are different would be China, right?
1: Okay, but no, but math. They're using yeah. all the good measures. No, I agree
0: with math. We're stupid. Yeah. America. America. Yeah, I agree.
1: That's what I was saying. When all the elders of Israel arrived, the priests picked up the ark. The priests and Levites, there they are, Yeah, brought up the Ark of the Lord along with the special tent and all the sacred items that had been in it.
0: It's interesting that they distinguish between the priests and the Levites because I thought the Levites were the priests.
1: Right. Same, thing So same.
0: that's interesting to me. Well,
1: because um, the Levites are a tribe of their own and they are all priests, but each little area has their own priests too.
0: Right. But the Levites lived in all the lands. Remember, they didn't like right. specifically live in just one area. Right. So technically, there should have been Levite priests for every area.
1: Hypothetically.
0: I'm just saying, like, it sounds like it's a mixture of, yeah, yeah, the Levites, but then also political. True. So. I
1: think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: mean, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it sounds like to me.
1: No, that makes sense. Right. There, before the ark, King Solomon and the entire community of Israel sacrificed so many (laughs) sheep, goats, and cattle. (laughs) Does it say that that? So many sheep, goats, and cattle that no one could keep count, (laughs) exclamation point. They numbered the fucking stars.
0: (laughs) The fucking bloodbath.
1: They killed so many goddamn animals. They
0: filled the sea with them.
1: They they filled (laughs) all the sands of the beach. Right. They couldn't count them all. That's a high number, more than 10.
0: Yeah. Right? That's a lot of animals. That's a lot of counting.
1: That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Then the priests carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant into the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, all capital letters. Yeah. Right, and placed it beneath the wings of the cherubim.
0: Yeah, because that's what God wanted. Beneath uh, the, the wings. All the gold and beneath those wings. And he demanded this. You know, it was just like when they built the Ark, when he had this exact plan on how to build it. That's what they didn't... Wait, they didn't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always think when I hear anybody say the wings, I, I think of two songs. The Wind Beneath My Wings. Yeah, that was the one I came up with. Um Take These Broken Wings and Learn to Fly Again. Right, right. Who's that? Mr. Mister?
0: I you I don't know.
1: I don't know. I I I'm curious right. about that one. Right. I may be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The cherubim spread their wings over the ark, forming a canopy over the ark and its carrying poles. These poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the holy place, which is in front of the most holy place, <laughs> but not from the outside.
0: But yeah, of course, not, not from the outside. <laughs> they, That's just too far.
1: Oh, 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 here we go. Ready? Yeah. Guess what? What? They are still there to this day. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> although, although I don't know that for sure.
1: I mean. I mean,
0: I don't know that for sure. We don't. But know. I think I would know and hear about a 45 foot long fucking tub. Sea thing. thing on top of some bulls. I don't know anything about that so I'm assuming it's not no, there. No this
1: is this is not the sea. Right but this it's part of that thing. it's part of
0: that whole thing that they built.
1: No they're talking about the ark that right now they're bringing the ark in.
0: Into the temple yes that they just built.
1: Right but they're they're talking about carrying the um oh you're sti- okay I was mixed up I was saying the the ark is still there to this day.
0: Right, um, and, in the temple.
1: Okay, okay. I'm like,
0: I don't know about this temple. It's all gold. I don't. I, I never heard of it.
1: Okay, I. See I mean, what I've you're heard saying. of the Temple
0: of Solomon, but I, like, I don't think it exists still, right?
1: I don't. Think I, I could so. be, again. I
0: could be wrong.
1: I don't think so. I've
0: been known to be wrong, it, but it
1: doesn't seem like it would exist.
0: I would think I would know more about it if it did exist. still.
1: it could have been sacked.
0: Yeah. And that's looted. I mean, with that much fucking gold, hell mm-hmm. yeah.
1: They couldn't carry it all off, right? <laughs> Nothing was in the Ark except the two stone tablets that Moses had placed in it at Mount Sinai, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they left the land of Egypt.
0: What about the manna about the and manna? the fucking book of uh, instruction?
1: The book of instruction. Oh, yeah. The manna and the book of instruction. Where now, did those go? That? That's really upsetting. Right. I, I'm not happy with that.
0: I mean, why put it in there if it's not going to be there? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Why would i don't understand this is
1: unacceptable right when the priest came out of the holy place a thick cloud filled the temple of the lord
0: (laughs) who did it who done it
1: (laughs) (laughs) whoever (laughs) smelt it dealt it the priests could not continue their service because of the cloud for the glorious presence of the lord filled the temple of the lord
0: yeah yeah it did
1: okay ready i'm ready then solomon prayed Oh, Lord, you have said that you would live in a thick cloud of darkness. (laughs) Now I have built a glorious temple for you, a place where you can live forever. Mm -hmm. Then the king turned around to the entire community of Israel, standing before him and gave this blessing. Okay. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept the promise he made to my father, David. For he told my father from this day. I brought my people out of Iz- out of Egypt.
0: Yeah, that place. Out of Egypt. You know, the, that, that one place. I started
1: to say Israel and yeah, that was wrong. No, it's not Sorry. out of Israel. Sorry, yeah. out of Egypt. I've never chosen a city among any of the tribes of Israel as the place where a temple should be built to honor my name. But I have chosen David to be king over my people, Israel. David? Yeah.
0: He- We're Solomon now, though.
1: Then Solomon said... My father, David, wanted to build this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord told him, you wanted to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention is good, but you are not the one to do it. One of your own sons will build a temple to honor me. Yeah. And now the Lord has fulfilled the promise he made, for I have become king in my father's place. And now I sit on the throne of Israel just as the Lord promised. I have built this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. Yeah. And I have prepared a place there for the ark, which contains the covenant that the Lord made with our ancestors when he brought them out of Egypt. Right. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire community of Israel. The entire community. Right. All yes. of them. Yes. He lifted his hands toward heaven and he prayed. Oh Lord God of Israel there is no god like you in all of heaven above or on the earth below you keep your covenant and show unfailing love
0: mm, to I don't know about that
1: to all who walk before you in wholehearted devotion okay you have kept your promise to your servant David my father
0: yeah by by letting you build a gold place mm-hmm. to store the ark
1: yeah yeah. Okay. You made that promise with your own mouth and with your own hands you have fulfilled it today.
0: What, Wait, What? 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 He, but, uh, the,
1: God has a mouth. I hand, don't mean, I, I don't know. That's, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm just carry I didn't think on. you're allowed
0: to even look at God. So how would they know this? I don't, like specifically
1: I feel like I'm I'm being nitpicky here, but I'm like. Well,
0: I mean, we are, but, but you know, still.
1: God, that really threw me. Like, you just humanized him right quick.
0: Right. Well, and that's the, you, gave you know, him physical form, it, and but I don't the, understand. The, the reason this is bothering me is because you know, throughout the Bible so far, they've chosen to see him however they want to see him in any given mm-hmm. book. Like, right. like in this book, we're going to see him this way, In that book, we're going to see him this way. Right. You know, like it just it's whatever they feel like at any it's given time. Switchy Audi. Right.
1: Yeah, not... not
0: kind of cool. bullshit. It,
1: it's bothersome. Right. And now, O oh Lord, God of Israel, carry out the additional promise you made to your servant David, my father. For you said to him, if your descendants guard their behavior and faithfully follow me as you have done, one of them will always sit on the throne of Israel.
0: Boy, that's pretty presumptuous that mm-hmm. you're that good that you're going to fulfill that promise for him. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Now, O God of Israel, fulfill this promise to your servant David, my father. But will God really live on earth? Why, even the highest heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Nevertheless, listen to my prayer and my plea, O Lord my God. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is making to you today. Oh, this is boring. <laughs> I want a story, not a long
0: prayer chapter that's yeah. nothing but a
1: big, long prayer. No, I
0: know. I know.
1: Okay, here we go. May you watch over this temple night and day, this place where you have said, my name will be there. May you always hear the prayers I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people, Israel, when we pray toward this place. Yes, hear us from heaven where you live, and when you hear forgive if someone wrongs another person and is required to take an oath of innocence in front of your altar in this temple then hear from heaven and judge between your servants the accuser and the accused punish the guilty as they deserve
0: well i thought he just said forgive
1: well if they
0: but but no we're gonna punish yeah
1: punish okay punish i was just checking you can't forgive and punish
0: i guess after you punish you can forgive
1: Maybe you forgive first and then punish. Okay. I forgive you. Now bend over. I got to whip you.
0: And then they can all go for a swim in the sea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Acquit the innocents because of their innocence. If your people Israel are defeated by their enemies because they have sinned against you, and if they turn to you and acknowledge your name and pray to you here in this temple, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and return them to this land you gave their ancestors. But he
0: just said punish them.
1: Well, now which is saying, it now? forgive them again. <sighs> forgive them and punish them and forgive them and punish yeah, them. Yeah, I guess. Whichever is most appropriate in looking back on history, which hasn't happened. Right. Then
0: I mean, if it's all of us, you know, obviously you got to forgive us. But like, yeah. it was just like one dude. Then obviously you got to punish him. Punish right.
1: Punish him. If the skies are shut up and there is no rain because your people have sinned against you, and if they pray toward this temple and acknowledge your name and turn from their sins because you have punished them, then hear from heaven and forgive the sins of your servants, your people Israel. See? Forgive Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, make it rain. Make it, make it rain. (laughs) (laughs) Teach them to follow the right path and send rain on your land that you have given to your people as their special possession. If there is a famine in the land, or a plague, or crop disease, or attacks of locusts or caterpillars... Then
0: fucking pray for forgiveness.
1: Or if your people's enemies are in the land besieging their towns, whatever disaster or disease there is, and if your people, Israel, pray about their troubles, raising their hands toward this temple, then hear from heaven where you live and forgive.
0: He sure is worried about a lot of things that could, (gasps) quote-unquote happen
1: if i break my Israelites. arm fix it <laughs> if my light bulbs break get me some new ones yeah this is... this
0: is stupid i mean just they're obviously gonna fuck up like that's the whole point right like people fuck up and then they pray and then they get forgiven or they don't they get punished and killed or whatever something fucking happens to them and then you know yay god and then and then he gets lots of gold and he gets to sit in a goddamn palace
1: that sounds about right. That <laughs> checks. Give your people what their actions deserve. For you alone, know each human heart. That Yeah, mm. except
0: for that he can't hardly keep track of, like, five people, so he whatever. You couldn't
1: even keep track of two people. Right.
0: No, I was being generous.
1: Then they will fear you as long as they live in the land you gave fear. to our ancestors. Fear you. hmm
0: Not, like, yeah. revere you and love you. Right. But fear, fear you. you. Yeah. I just... I... I hate it when they say that because I'm like parents
1: say you're supposed to fear God.
0: Why? Why? Do you, why do I want to fear anything?
1: If I get to choose to believe or not believe, I'm not going to choose on purpose to right be afraid of something. Yeah, That's, no, that makes no damn sense.
0: I, I'm not. I'm not going to be afraid of God. Fuck. Fuck that shit.
1: Fuck that shit. If I'm wrong, oh well. I guess I'm due to get punished. Right. Whatever. 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 Just punish me then. Yep in the future foreigners who do not belong to your people israel will hear of you that is true
0: Mm -hmm. that did happen That did, yeah
1: they will come from distant lands because of your name for they will hear your great name and your strong hand and your powerful arm and when they pray toward this temple then hear from heaven where you live and grant what they ask of you Mm -hmm. in this way all the people of the earth will come to know and fear you, just as your own people Israel do.
0: This is kind of like acknowledging the fact that it's going to spread, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, this is the first time I've really heard them acknowledge that, yes, there can be other people that worship God outside of the Israelites. And mm-hmm. It's not just his chosen people, but there's going to be more yeah. people that worship him and yeah. love him and what, whatever. Yeah. Fear him. Fear him. So. Yeah.
1: Fear But and- that's the
0: first time I've really heard it. Like, it's going to be more than just us. Yeah, there's, there's that's there's kind of be interesting. Others. Yeah,
1: they too will know that this temple I have built honors your name. If your people go out where you send them to fight their enemies, and if they pray to the Lord by turning toward this city you have chosen and toward this temple I have built to honor your name, then hear their prayers from heaven and uphold their cause. If they sin against you, and who has never sinned, question mark, you might become angry with them and let their enemies conquer them and take them captive to their land far away or near.
0: So I got to ask a question here. Mm -hmm. I know that there is a lot of uh, overlap between the Quran and the Bible, Mm -hmm. right? And I know that um, Muslims worship like multiple times a day and they have to face a certain direction, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it because of this? Like, do they have to face God's temple? Like, is this part of it? I th- yeah. I th- I'm, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It would be worth looking up. Like, I'm just curious, like, if that's, if that's where that came from. Like, I'm almost it's positive. It's a curiosity of mine, I guess. I'm almost so.
1: positive. That makes sense.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, Far away or near. But in that land of exile, they might turn to you in repentance and pray, We have sinned, done evil, and acted wickedly. If they turn to you with their whole heart and soul in the land of their enemies and pray toward the land you gave to their ancestors, toward this city you have chosen and toward this temple I have built to honor your name, then hear their prayers and their petition from heaven where you live and uphold their cause.
0: We've done all kinds of bad shit. Let's just turn this way and pray real quick and be like, all right, cool.
1: I'm forgiven. Yeah, we're all good now. I'm going to go do bad again. Yeah, right. Forgive your people who have sinned against you. See, I don't like that it's sinned against you. Like, when I make a choice and and you think of it as a sin, I don't think God should take it personal. Right.
0: Generally, you're hurting some other human.
1: Or myself.
0: Right. Like, if I am
1: quote-unquote sinning, I'm... I don't know, like, smoking a cigarette. Like, I'm not doing that at God. I am smoking the cigarette. If I am sinning by cussing, I'm not, you know, hurting. Like, I'm not sinning against God. I'm I'm just sinning. Sure. I mean, in... in
0: Insofar as those things are sins. Right. Which they're not. No,
1: I, right. I'm just, like, <laughs> giving examples. Like... If I murder somebody, which, okay, I'm not going to murder anybody. I'm
0: glad to hear that.
1: But I'm just saying, like, if I did that, I'm not doing a sin against God. I'm doing a sin against the fucking person that I killed and their family.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're going to appreciate you getting forgiven for it.
1: No, I don't. (laughs) Forgive all the offenses they have committed against you. Make their captors merciful to them, for they are your people, your special possession, whom you brought out of the iron-smelting furnace of Egypt. Mm-hmm. hmm May your eyes be open to my requests and to the requests of your people, Israel. This is so boring. May you hear <laughs> and answer them whenever they cry out to you. It's so repetitive. Like,
0: do I have to be on call all the time? Right? That's- like, seriously, guys... How about you just stop, you know, bitching about everything and I'll fix what I can fix, man.
1: Exactly. For when you brought our ancestors out of Egypt, O sovereign Lord, you told your servant Moses that you had set Israel apart from all the nations of the earth to be your own special possession. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. When Solomon finished making these prayers and petitions to the Lord, he stood up in front of the altar of the Lord where he had been kneeling with his hands raised toward heaven. That's a long time to have your hands up in the air.
0: It really is
1: waving them around like you, you just don't care. You do care. Oh. he was waving them around like, right, you like do he does care. care. Yeah. yeah, he stood and in a loud voice blessed the entire congregation of Israel.
0: A loud voice, huh?
1: A really loud, voice. really loud voice. And he was not in bless and curse mountain valley.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So yeah, I I don't know how his voice carried, but sometimes God it did. can't
0: talk to you, but sometimes he can apparently.
1: No, this this is Solomon. Oh, Solomon saying this. He stood and in, in a loud. When he got done praying, when oh, Solomon oh, finished oh, making oh, these prayers okay. and petitions. All
0: right, sorry. Yeah, I thought he was saying God. Did, I'm sorry.
1: No, when Solomon got done yakin. Yeah, he he stood up and put his hands down or whatever and. And in a loud voice, bless the entire congregation of Israel. Got this it. Is, this is the blessing now he's okay. about to say. Oh, God. Yeah. Praise the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the wonderful promises he gave through his Mo- Moses servant. I'd like to recount Moses. that.
0: I'd like to I'd like to check that, please. Right?
1: Like, not it's one? Just saying. Not one? Yeah. Really? May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our ancestors May he never leave us or abandon us. He did. Though. He will. Yeah. He did, and he will. Yeah. May he give us the desire to do his will in everything. That, you know what? God could do that. He could. He could. Use- I mean,
0: if it if there wasn't all that powerful God, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he his hardened hearts. He's he's set people to do things that he wants them to do. He could do these things. He
1: could do these things. And that's
0: the argument. Like, if you have these capabilities. Why don't you use them? Yeah. And if you don't, then what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what even are you, man?
1: What even are you, man?
0: Or, you know, aren't you?
1: That should be on a t-shirt. What even are you, man? (laughs) May he give us the desire to do his will in everything and to obey all the commands, decrees, and regulations that he gave our ancestors. Mm -hmm. And may these words that I have prayed in the presence of the Lord be before him constantly, day and night so that the Lord our God may give justice to me and to his people, Israel, according to each day's needs. Wow. Oh, so many praise. Yeah. I can't do all the praying. It's a
0: lot of of praise.
1: Then people all over the earth will know that the Lord alone is God and there is no other.
0: I don't think the Native Americans knew at this point.
1: No, I don't think they did. So,
0: I mean, all over the world is, you know, eh, questionable.
1: Questionable. Yeah, indigenous peoples on various continents did not get exposed to this until, like, way later. Right, yeah. And so they're, like, just being very presumptuous that they're the only people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like people today are presumptuous that our planet is the fucking center of the solar system and, you know, only 6,000 years old and, you know, we can't have galaxies.
0: I've heard people say that they think that, you know, just because God is different in different areas doesn't mean that God didn't exist. Like, you know, he presents himself differently in different areas Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, no, I think just like people don't like death really. Like that's really all it is.
1: People don't like death because God is more than just the afterlife. God is also about morals, like right Right. and wrong. Yeah. And God is also about, um, what is, what is the other one? There's another one. It's, It's the afterlife and it's um, forgiveness, redemption, right right and wrong. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. And it's also like controlling the masses, like making them behave at each other. Yeah, it's a rule book. It's a
0: fucking rule book.
1: It's a social construct that makes you cook your meat. Right. So you don't die.
0: Yeah, and you don't eat the cloven hooves or whatever. Right. Whatever the fuck. Right. Who cares?
1: Right. So, I mean, it's not. uh, It's. It's a social It's how construct. society
0: formed. You mm-hmm. know, you have to have rules. And the easiest way to make rules for what you don't understand is creating something that brings order to things you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we have to explain it if we want to make rules so that society forms to these rules. You know, like, exactly. okay, so the reason we're doing this is because there's something over there that's going to punish you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There. Done.
1: Done. And you may be completely faithful. Oh, may you, not you may. May you, got it. And may you be completely faithful to the Lord our God. May you always obey his decrees and commands, just as you are doing today.
0: I guess they're doing a good job right now.
1: Good job, people. Yeah,
0: good job, guys.
1: Then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifices to the Lord.
0: More sacrifices. They just sacrificed a shit ton.
1: They got a mountain of animals. Right. And the streets ran with blood. No, that that was a meme, not a Bible. Okay, I was Bible. like, is
0: that what it says? Jesus.
1: <laughs> Solomon offered to the Lord a peace offering of 22,000 cattle. What the fuck? And 120,000 sheep and goats. Oh, my God. And so the king and all the people of Israel dedicated the temple of the Lord.
0: Oh, my God. That is like. That's a fuck ton of killing.
1: That's a genocide of species. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ.
1: That is so many fucking sheep and cattle.
0: Oh my god. That's
1: impressive actually. In a in a grotesque way, not in a Right. It's impressive, but not in an impressive way. Right. Does that make sense?
0: it's, It's uh it's something, yeah.
1: That same day the king consecrated the central area of the courtyard in front of the Lord's temple. He offered burnt offerings, grain offerings, and the fat of peace offerings there because the bronze altar in the Lord's presence was too small to hold all the burnt <laughs> offerings, grain offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: that was a lot of fucking offerings.
1: It was ridiculous. Then Solomon and all Israel celebrated the festival of shelters in the presence of the Lord our God.
0: Well, that's wonderful for them.
1: A large congregation had gathered from as far away as Libo-Hamath in the north and the brook of Egypt in the south. The celebration went on for 14 days in all, yeah, 7 days had to days, eat that
0: fucking meet up, man. Mm-hmm. Jesus.
1: 7 days for the dedication of the altar and 7 days for the festival of shelters. After the festival was over, Solomon sent the people home. They blessed the king and went to their homes joyful and glad because the Lord had been good to his servant David. And to his people, Israel. The end. They were
0: happy just because they got a lot of shit to eat. (laughs) You fucking kidding me? Do
1: you think they had leftovers?
0: I mean, Jesus, that was a lot of fucking slaughtering.
1: Do you think they had doggy bags? No. They took back home with them?
0: They probably wheeled them out in the bronze carts. (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh. That's silly.
0: All right. Well, that was 1 Kings chapter 8. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we will be getting into... 1
1: Kings chapter 9.
0: All right. We'll see you guys then.
1: Bye. Ben. Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday?
0: They killed hundreds of thousands of animals. They did. They did.
1: In the process of bringing the Ark into the temple.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And then they prayed a lot, and that was pretty much it.
0: Yeah, it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that that's what happened. It
1: was a longer chapter that was completely unnecessary.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right, well, that was... Uh... <laughs> First First Kings Kings chapter 8.
1: And now we're going into First Kings chapter 9.
0: Let's do this. Okie
1: dokie. Okay, First Kings chapter 9. Okay. So Solomon finished building the temple of the Lord as well as the royal palace.
0: Yeah, he, he did. The sea. In the other chapter that we read. Yep. Yep.
1: He completed everything he had planned to do. He Ticked off his list. Yep. Checked it twice. He did
0: And uh, he was naughty and nice? Yeah. yeah no. He, no, he was just nice, I he guess. He boring. I mean, yeah, he's boring.
1: Then the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time, as he had done before at Gibeon. Yeah. The Lord said to him, and I quote,
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have heard your prayer and your petition. I have set this temple apart to be holy This place you have built where my name will be honored forever. I will always watch over it for it is dear to my heart.
0: Well, he lied about that because it's not there. there
1: to this day. Right, right. As for you, if you will follow me with integrity and godliness as David, your father did, obeying all my commands, decrees and regulations, then I will establish the throne of your dynasty Over Israel forever. Awesome. Forever.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: For I made this promise to your father, David. One of your descendants will always sit on the throne of Israel. Yeah. But if you or your descendants abandon me and disobey the commands and decrees I've given you, and if you serve and worship other gods, then I will uproot Israel from this land that I've given them.
0: That must be why it's not there anymore. uh, Oh, he. Yeah. I mean... He must have had a really good reason. You know, he hasn't appeared to
1: people in ages either.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least since, you know, the Bible.
1: Right. <laughs> I will reject this temple that I have made holy to honor my name.
0: He did, because you know what? I just did a Google search because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not there, nor have there been any remains found. Oh, burn. So yeah, it's it was like completely destroyed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's mean, but oh well. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I will make Israel an object of mockery and ridicule among the nations.
0: well that's our job.
1: That's our <laughs> job. Oh my God. Babe, we're, we're being. We're, we're, the yeah, prophets. we're, doing, yeah, we're fulfilling. We're, yeah,
0: God wanted us to do this. We're fulfilling you know, prophecy We're worshiping other things and whatever. We're so. being
1: tools of God. Yeah,
0: I guess. You're such Something. a tool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and though this temple is impressive now, All who pass by will be appalled and will gasp in horror.
0: Or they won't even know it's there because it's not I mean, we're
1: reading about it and we were appalled. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They will ask, why did the Lord do such terrible things to this land and to this temple? And the answer will be, sigh, because his people abandoned the Lord their God who brought their ancestors out of Egypt and they worshipped other gods instead and bowed down to them. That yeah. is why the Lord has brought all these disasters on them, end quote.
0: Okay. I wonder what all the disasters were that led to them not being able to find Solomon's temple <laughs> in the 45-foot-long <45 laughs> tub, sea, the sea thing. Yeah. And,
1: and the axles and the wagons. I mean, that was a bronze. lot of fucking
0: metal to disappear, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a lot of metal to disappear. That's
1: true. It took Solomon 20 years to build the Lord's temple and his own royal palace. At the end of that time, he gave twenty towns in the land of Galilee to Hiram, King Hiram of Tyre.
0: So that answered that question. I, I wondered if they had done it at the same time or in succession. They did it one after the other. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. just
1: kept kept on swimming. Right. Okay, I gotta do parentheses voice. Oh, okay, here. yeah. Hiram had previously provided all the cedar and cypress timber and gold that Solomon had requested. Yeah, they, they were just reminding you in case you forgot. Good job, Hiram. Two fucking chapters ago, yeah. that he supplied all the wood.
0: Right. Was he Sidonian? Yeah, he was.
1: He was the Sidonian king. Okay. That he made. I was just the making sure with. I
0: couldn't. I mean, I remember the Sidonians chopped good wood, mm-hmm. but I couldn't remember if Hiram was the king of the Sidonian wood choppers.
1: Nice wood, (laughs) but when Hiram came from Tyr to see the towns Solomon had given him, he was not at all pleased with them. Mm. What kind of towns are these, my brother? He asked. (laughs) So Hiram called the area Cab Kabul, Kabul.
0: Sure, I don't know.
1: C a b u l Kabul.
0: Kabul. 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 I don't know. Kabul.
1: He called that area Kabul, which means worthless.
0: No. Okay.
1: As it is still known today.
0: I think there is a Kabul in oh. uh, Afghanistan, maybe.
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar.
0: I believe. That's sad. I could be wrong about that.
1: I don't want that to mean worthless. That, yeah. I don't want that to be a thing that's well true of a place today right that, that's what that I, I means. i don't think
0: it's worthless if it's still there yeah just it obviously had some purpose
1: yeah just so you know if there's a
0: town there then it had purpose right people wouldn't just settle in a worthless area
1: yeah that's they would true. settle
0: where there was resources to be you to know be used and had yeah. yeah
1: yeah we're not calling you worthless yeah Cobble. you guys are good nevertheless hiram paid solomon nine thousand pounds in gold this is the account of the forced labor. Oh, I hate it when they do accounts of anything. Yeah, yeah. Of the forced labor that King Solomon conscripted, forced labor that was conscripted. Slaves. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To build the Lord's Temple, mm-hmm. the Royal Palace, the supporting terraces, the Wall of Jerusalem, and the cities of Hazor, Megiddo, S- and Giza. Don't forget
0: the fucking bronze carts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The axles. Yeah. The axle foley's. <laughs>
1: Okay. More parentheses. Voice ready. I'm ready. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, had attacked and captured Gezer, killing the Canaanite population and burning it down.
0: Oh man! He gave
1: the city to his daughter as a wedding gift when she married <laughs> Solomon. So Solomon rebuilt the city of Gezer. End parentheses. Hmm. Okay.
0: Hey, can you imagine giving a city as a wedding gift? Hey, I'm just going to get you. Um, I don't know New York. You know? <laughs>
1: Hell. <What? laughs>
0: um, I'm going to go downtown and be like, I conquered you! <laughs> and then, it's yours, darling.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what will we give our kid on their wedding day? Uh, A city? Let's see.
0: What can what we give them? Well, I mean, we still have... We could go to Los Angeles. So that way, we can get both coasts, you know? like. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. Here.
0: I've always wanted to go to... Um, um, uh, What's that place? Uh, New Orleans.
1: New Orleans. Yeah, that's not on the coast.
0: It's on a coast, the Gulf Coast.
1: Right, but it's not on the West Coast.
0: No, I'm I'm covering the third base here. Like oh, you know, okay. like you've got to, you got the I got to have them all, and then all you know, three
1: coasts. Yeah, a monopoly on the coast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What about I'll just
0: go downtown of each of these cities, and I'll just announce victory, and then I'll just give them to whoever I want to give them to. Our you and, and my daughter. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. I accept. Right. He also built up the towns of lower Beth Haran, Baalath, and Tamar in the wilderness within his land. Okay. The wilderness. Yeah. He built towns as supply centers and constructed towns where his chariots and horses could be stationed. He built everything he desired in Jerusalem and Lebanon, Lebanon and throughout his entire realm. There were some people still living in the land who were not Israelites, including Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites.
0: Some of those guys were completely destroyed at other points in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Just throwing that out there.
1: Yeah, this is weird. Like, <laughs> you're the one survivor of this completely conquered nation.
0: <coughs> no, that none of that was true. That's that's what happened. Right. So. Right.
1: These were descendants of the nations whom the people of Israel had not completely destroyed. These were descendants of the nations whom the people of Israel had not completely destroyed. So um, they they were literally the last remains of people who had been conquered.
0: Right, right. But of those people, they definitely said that they had destroyed them all of some of those people that they mentioned. Right. So
1: they're um way of describing the complete desecration of a city and killing them all quote yeah. unquote is different from my Yeah, I think them I all. think it's
0: just like uh
1: we squashed their power. They're, they're
0: gloating about something that they did real good. Yeah. but maybe not to the point where, you know, they actually destroyed them all. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And we Have to go through and and be like, oh, you didn't actually mean the thing you said. Right.
0: And which 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 the reason I pointed out, the reason I point these things out is because this is, in many people's opinion, God's word. Right. And if God does not say the correct thing, then there's something not right about that. Yeah, that's not he's supposed to be infallible. Right. Right. Yet he is. Fallible. Uh, at least if we're taking the Bible as God's word. Right. He is definitely fucking fallible.
1: Totally fucking fallible. That
0: motherfucking fallible motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, you're I just so, felt like going
0: off a little bit there. You're
1: so fallible. Yeah. Ugh. So Solomon conscripted them as slaves because of course they Oh, they, did. they said yeah. slaves. Okay. And they served as forced laborers to this day. <laughs> but Solomon did not conscript any of the Israelites for forced labor.
0: Of course he didn't.
1: Because he's a xenophobic fuck.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to conscript the foreigners as slaves. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. who you conscript.
1: Yeah. Racist son of a bitch. Yeah. Instead, he assigned them, the Israelites, to serve as fighting men, government officials, officers and captains in his army, commanders of his chariots and charioteers.
0: Those sound like pretty uh, prestigious jobs. Yeah. ones that are well thought of Mm -hmm. and and not slaves
1: respectable jobs
0: definitely not slaves
1: right right Ugh, the whole thing is just so gross to me
0: i just find it odd that there are fucking slaves in the bible yeah like all the time and god just you know fine with it he's good with it
1: he's just fine with it
0: he's like whatever slaves yeah
1: cool 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 it's
0: just that you know we gotta have some slaves we need slaves
1: we're supposed to have i'm god
0: and, and slaves are okay
1: right except that it strikes me that it, the loudest Christians are white Americans who would be slaves because right. because they are not Israelites.
0: Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, you know the funny not not funny. It's not funny at all. But the um, the American slavery institution was justified by, by using the Bible. Right. And I just, it's, it's sickening, like, and and I can see why and how, like, they, they very much, like, so Israelites have come to be known, like, we've adopted that we are all God's people, and if you are not part of that group, then that's how they justify making you a slave. Right. And then even beyond that, once you even adopt that God, they're like, well, but you're still lesser than us.
1: Right. Like, right.
0: oh, by who's because you said so
1: right because you got the bigger gun
0: i'm sure god's just fine with it right because he's a dick so
1: it just makes me laugh if these people were alive today white christians would be slaves they just would yeah because they don't they're they're not hebrew they're not from that land they're not they're outside of that land right they're not from there right so I I don't know what makes white Christians think so highly of themselves. They literally would be slaves. So why the fuck are they so fucking high and mighty and excited about this God?
0: Because they got money and other people don't.
1: Right. Right. So Solomon appointed 550 of them to supervise the people working on his various projects to supervise the slaves. Yeah. So Solomon moved his wife, Pharaoh's daughter, who doesn't even get a name anymore. I think her name was mentioned once. And I, all we know about her is that she is the princess. Got it. She's a princess that he married. Yeah. He moved her from the city of David to the new palace he had built from her. Oh. Ooh la la.
0: But remember, she had like a separate house in the palace somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Maybe he just wanted her not just in a separate palace, but in a separate city altogether. <laughs> then he constructed the supporting terraces. Oh, okay. That's an op- Wait,
0: then he support what? Yeah. So he, okay.
1: he took her to this other city, and then he built her some balconies.
0: Okay. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: so fucking weird. Sure. Three times each year, Solomon presented burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar he had built to the Lord. He also burned incense to the Lord. And so he finished the work of building the temple. King Solomon also built a fleet of ships at Ezeon-Geber, a port near Elith. In this land of Edom, along the shore of the Red Sea.
0: So, we learned that that um, Solomon and his mom, um, Bathsheba, mm-hmm. were very much p- part of writing this book. This
1: history, yeah.
0: And uh, it's just sounding like a fluff piece to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this is... This is such bullshit. Like you guys, I mean, this guy sounds like just the most fucking the
1: richest wonderful most richest most fucking
0: godly person that ever existed. And of course, he's the wisest too, remember, don't forget mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm yep. just like there this is it's, it's not true. This can't be it's this childish. can't be fucking true. It's It's such bullshit. It's
1: what you would expect a fifth grader to write. Right?
0: Like, I'm all good. I did all the good things. Yay. I'm powerful. I'm the biggest
1: and the best. Yeah. And the smartestest.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Hiram sent experienced crews of sailors to sail the ships with Solomon's men. They sailed to Ophir and brought back to Solomon some 16 tons of gold. The end.
0: Wow. 16 tons of gold. How many? Jesus Christ.
1: How many ships did that take? I don't know. you know, you can't put too much on board. It's going to sink your ship. Right? It's fucking heavy.
0: Yeah, 16 tons of gold. Right? Where the fuck do you just sail and go find 16 tons of gold at? I don't I know. I guess back Ophir. then. Right, yeah, yeah.
1: They went to Ophir and they brought back gold.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that, that's some good shit, I guess. I guess. He's doing good. He's bringing all the gold and
1: all the doing riches. all the things and, yeah.
0: and, and stuff. Put
1: his wife up in a fucking palace up there. Gave his own. wife
0: a city. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Dude's got it going on, man.
1: He does. Solomon's the best.
0: Yeah, something like that. Whatever. All right. Well, that was 1 Kings chapter 9.
1: And tomorrow we will be back for 1 Kings chapter 10.
0: We'll see you guys then.
1: Bye. <laughs> Husband. wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday?
0: Uh, let's see. They got a shit ton of gold. Yeah. And I gave you New York
1: think <laughs> you did babe you yeah. did
0: congratulations on new york
1: <laughs> and you gave la to our child i
0: think yeah and um and then uh, you claimed
1: yeah. new orleans for yourself yeah
0: that's what i that's what okay. i meant to do anyway yeah so yeah. i don't know if i actually did it for myself but you know I yeah
1: thought, i thought you did
0: i claimed it for somebody
1: and then also we took the moon just now because i said so oh
0: okay okay <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, they had slaves and slave labor. Yeah, that's right. In the people who they had captured that weren't Israelites. That just lived there. And God was great with it. Yeah. Um, They made a deal with Hiram.
0: Yeah. The Sidonian that that chopped wood for them real good. Mm
1: hmm. And they brought back 16 tons of gold.
0: 16 fucking tons.
1: I know. Yeah. So all that happened yesterday.
0: Okay. So that was. First Kings chapter 9, and today we're getting into...
1: First Kings chapter 10. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Kings chapter 10, and boy am I excited.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm a little scared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first sentence starts like this. Okay. When the Queen of Sheba...
0: Queen of Sheba? Right? Wow.
1: Like, I didn't even know that was actually a real thing. Right, yeah. I, I don't know what the Queen of Sheba is. But it's cool. But that's... I just... I, I saw are, I that... automatically
0: like this person, regardless. I'm, I'm
1: into this chapter now.
0: Yeah, Queen of Sheba.
1: When the Queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, which brought honor to the name of the Lord,
0: yeah. she
1: came to test him with some hard questions.
0: With hard questions. She
1: had some questions. Hard ones. Yes. Difficult um inquiries yeah okay okay yeah she arrived in jerusalem with a large group of attendants as one does right yeah and when a-
0: you're a queen anyway mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a great caravan of camels loaded with spices large of quantities course. of gold you and precious jewels
0: gotta bring spices gold and jewels when you're gonna ask hard questions
1: particularly that's precious a ones duh, yeah right uh, that's what i always do right when she met with Solomon, she talked with him about everything she had on her mind.
0: Everything, huh?
1: Everything she hmm. had on her mind. Okay. What was on the Queen of Sheba's mind?
0: Um, marrying his ass and, you know, getting to use the sea as their pool. <laughs> That's my guess.
1: I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm burning with curiosity. Right, yeah. Solomon had answers for all her questions. Wow. Whatever they were. He
0: is the most wise person in all of history. Full
1: of wisdom. According
0: to the Bible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All time.
1: Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her.
0: Of course. Of course. I mean, it's Solomon.
1: And he is the well actually meme guy. Yeah. Okay. When the queen of Sheba realized how very wise Solomon was.
0: Very fucking wise. Come on.
1: And when she saw the palace he had built with the sea
0: yeah know? yeah
1: she was overwhelmed i like how they just buzzed right over what the fucker questions were right
0: yeah i want, i kind of was curious about what these hard questions i'm were. very
1: disappointed yeah quite frankly i
0: am too i, I want to know
1: what those fucking questions i don't were.
0: think he's as wise as they claim he is because you know he they didn't tell us even what it, the fucking questions were
1: right she was also amazed at the food on his tables the organizations of his officials and their splendid clothing The cup bearers and the burnt offering Solomon made at the temple of the Lord.
0: I mean, if it was anything like when they christened the place Mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. slaughtered hundreds of thousands of animals, then, yeah, I can imagine being pretty impressed with that, I guess. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah, the phrase. Yeah, that's actually a better word. Overwhelmed. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm.
1: I would be overwhelmed The stench of death
0: would overwhelm (laughs) me as well.
1: And of the ostentatiousness, you know? Yeah. Just the, what the fuck? This is so overwhelmingly not good
0: right yeah
1: she exclaimed to the king quote, everything i heard in my country about your achievements and wisdom is true uh-huh. i didn't believe what was said until i arrived here and saw it with my own eyes yeah in fact i had not heard the half of it <laughs> your wisdom and prosperity are far beyond what i was told how happy your people must be exclamation mark yeah
0: they have such a wise rich leader mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who slaughters animals a lot
1: what a privilege for your officials to stand here day after day listening to your wisdom <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god this is too much wow she wants to marry him hard that's
0: so fucked up like really mm-hmm, you think mm-hmm. people just want to, i'm i i do not care how fucking wise you are Yeah. No one wants to sit there day after day and listen to your ass be wise.
1: Nobody just like stands there staring at you, batting their eyes going, wow, wise. (laughs) You so wise. Yeah, no. Praise the Lord your God, she continued. Who delights in you and has placed you on the throne of Israel because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel. He has made you king so you can rule with justice and righteousness. Yeah. Do you think she really said all those things? Or do you think that maybe uh, Solomon and Mama?
0: Yeah, that was going to happen. They they were the ones that were heavily influencing this book. So Mm -hmm. I I think that they
1: they rounded up. (laughs) <laughs> a lot. A fucking lot. Yeah. Then she gave the king a gift of 9,000 pounds of gold because, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have enough.
0: I mean, that's pales in comparison to the 16 tons he just got. But
1: she just brought this with her.
0: Right. Yeah. On camels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She
1: just carrying around 9,000 pounds of gold. And there were spices
0: and other stuff, too. So, Great no. quantities
1: of spices and precious jewels. Right. Right. Never again were so many spices brought in as those the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. mm Okay. Okay, I'm about to employ some parentheses voice. Okay. Okay? Yeah. In addition, Hiram's ships brought gold from Ophir, and they also brought rich cargoes of red sandalwood and precious jewels. The king used the sandalwood to make railings for the temple of the lord and the royal palace, and to construct lyres and harps for the musicians. Never before or since has there been such a supply of sandalwood.
0: Yeah, I mean, again... Solomon is the wisest, the greatest, the 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 fucking richest. I mean, his shit, like literally, doesn't stink.
1: His balls are always bouncing
0: from the left and to the right.
1: (laughs) King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba whatever she asked for. Yeah. Besides all the customary gifts he had so generously given, then she and all her attendants returned to their own land.
0: Oh. So they, they oh. are getting married, huh? Just oh. She just wanted to come and revel and...
1: She totally fucked him. Come I mean, on. probably, yeah. Come on. Probably, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, you see that sea and you're like, so shit.
1: I am going to fuck this man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every time I see a dude with a big pool...
0: Right, I yeah. I
1: am going to fuck that man. It's the man. pool that matters, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, next little section. Okay. okay. That was the Queen of Sheba. All right, Queen of Sheba. Very disappointing. I mean, you know, I wanted fun. more. I wanted I more fun with it. That was... I wanted to know what her questions I were. God do damn too. it.
0: I do. I, I, I do, too.
1: That's very just unsatisfactory. It
0: is. I agree.
1: OK, now we're going to read more about Solomon's riches and fame. OK,
0: more about. OK. OK. Yeah. It sounds exciting. Exciting.
1: Each year, Solomon received about 25 tons of gold. Jesus Christ. <laughs> This what did not include the additional revenue we received from merchants and traders, all the kings of Arabia, and the governors of the land.
0: Everyone kissed his fucking ass.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone.
0: Yum. He wasn't at war with anybody. They just all shipped him fucking gold and shit.
1: Well, wouldn't you?
0: Why he hasn't he hasn't <laughs> even fought anybody? They don't even know if they can. I mean, wouldn't you? I I don't know. Twenty five fucking tons of gold. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Plus
1: twenty five plus. Right. Right. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold, each weighing more than 15 pounds.
0: Shields of gold. Because... These these are ornamental, right?
1: They have to be, because you can't carry that into battle. Well,
0: and he's also not battling anybody, so, like, fuck cares if you make them for anything practical, I guess. He
1: also made 300 smaller shields of hammered gold, each weighing nearly four pounds.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: Very, very helpful in
0: battle. Sure.
1: The king placed these shields in the palace of the forest of Lebanon.
0: There we go. See, they were decorative.
1: Mm -hmm. Then the king made a huge throne decorated with ivory and overlaid, of course, with fine gold.
0: You know, I think Trump must think that he's Solomon.
1: Probably. You
0: know, yeah. I think that must be why he makes everything out of gold Mm -hmm. and has all of his like he's got a golden fucking toilet. But
1: you know what? Trump is not wise. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, but he thinks he is.
1: So I have to wonder how wise Solomon is, since he keeps trying to tell us how wise he is. You
0: know, right? He's I'm the like, wisest. He's, he's of all the people, there's no one wiser than Solomon. I'm
1: thinking no. maybe he's more Trump-like than I, I'm than thinking anything. you might be right. Yeah. The throne had six steps and a rounded back. There were armrests on both sides of the seat.
0: Okay. As, as I mean, chairs with armrests. Not rests. always. There's seats, I mean... Hello, we're both sitting in one without armrest right now. Okay,
1: but they specified two, one on each side.
0: There are chairs with only one armrest. I mean, really, are there? I think so.
1: That sounds stupid to me. I don't know. Even theaters seats have two armrests. Plane seats have two. Maybe, rests.
0: maybe I, I'll have to look it up. What the purpose of one armrest would be? I, I don't stupid. really know.
1: Okay, the only t- the only thing I can think of is like college seat chair right, desk right. things where they have the one armrest yep. so you can slide in, except I'm too fat now to fit in those.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> and the figure of a lion stood on each side of the throne.
0: Good God.
1: A lion. Good. There were also there were also 12 other lions, huh? one standing on each end of the six steps. No other throne in all the world could be compared with it. I wouldn't dare. Don't do it. It's
0: fucking... I mean, this, this this throne room, the whole fucking place, it must have been a real goddamn spectacle, you know?
1: Ridiculous. Yeah. I just keep saying that because it is.
0: Right. Like, it's so overblown.
1: Mm-hmm. All of King Solomon's drinking cups were solid gold. Of
0: course they were. Why wouldn't you just drink out of gold shit? Because you got all this gold.
1: As were all the utensils in the palace of the forest of Lebanon. They were not made of silver, For silver was considered worthless in Solomon's day.
0: Yeah, because he had all this gold. You would think gold would almost be worthless as much as he used the (laughs) shit. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: The king had a fleet of trading ships of Tarshish that sailed with Hiram's fleet. Once every three years, the ships returned loaded with gold, silver, ivory, (laughs) apes, and peacocks.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But not pomegranates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they got the pomegranates around there. They know, brought so.
1: in apes and peacocks. Yeah. So King Solomon became richer and wiser than any other king on earth.
0: So he was kind of like the tiger king of the, you know,
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Of, of the ancient world. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Right.
1: People from every nation came to consult him and to hear the wisdom God had given him. Oh, my him.
0: God. This guy loves himself so much.
1: Right? He's licking his own balls. Right? Year after year, everyone who visited brought him gifts of silver and gold, clothing, weapons, spices, horses, and mules. Fuck. Okay.
0: Like, I think, like, he should be giving some of this shit out.
1: I would think so, too.
0: Are there people starving? I want to know if there's people starving in this kingdom, because if there are, fuck him.
1: I mean, fuck him anyway. Yeah, but I mean, Just on general principle. Jesus
0: Christ, he has so much shit. Like, there shouldn't be anybody Mm -mm. going without right now.
1: His palace is so huge, they could all live in it. Right. Yeah.
0: This is insane.
1: Solomon built up a huge force of chariots and horses. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horses. He stationed some of them in the chariot cities, chariot cities, and some near him in Jerusalem.
0: They said that before. There was chariot cities in another chapter, and I don't... Like, I guess he built entire fucking cities for chariots.
1: To hold his horses and (laughs) buses, you know? Right, yeah. Like, we have parking garages for buses. He He had cities cities for his his chariots. Yeah. The king made silver as plentiful in Jerusalem as stone. That's Mm, why it was worthless, I guess. Yeah. And valuable cedar timber was as common as the sycamore fig trees that grew in the foothills of Judah. Mm. Nice.
0: He is a wealthy motherfucker.
1: He sure as fuck is. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Cilicia, Cilicia, I don't know. Sure. The king's traders acquired them from Cilicia at the standard price.
0: The standard price. You know the standard okay, yeah, price. Sure, he didn't overpay,
1: course. he didn't underpay. He bought yeah, them at it was the, standard the standard price. price. Oh, yeah. Right. I got it. At that time chariots from Egypt could be purchased for 600 pieces of silver. Which was
0: worthless, and I mean, so it doesn't mean anything.
1: Right. And horses for 150 pieces of silver.
0: Chump change. Nothing.
1: Chump change. They were then exported to the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Aram, the end.
0: Okay. So he's really rich and really wise still. Mm -hmm. And nothing's changed there. Nothing's changed. And he's got even more fucking gold 25 tons a year. 25 Mm -hmm. tons.
1: The only thing interesting that happened in this chapter was that the Queen of Sheba came to visit him. Right. And even that was boring. It
0: was kind of boring. We didn't get to hear the fucking questions.
1: I'm really disappointed. What kind of questions do you think she would have asked him?
0: Why do you think so much of yourself, dude?
1: Why do you have to have so much shiny shit in your house?
0: Right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: What does God look like since he talks to you all the time? What does
0: he sound like, at least, if you haven't seen him?
1: Do you only hump your wives? Or he... do you also want to hump me?
0: Right, yeah. That's probably one of the questions.
1: How many times do you go swimming in
0: the, the sea?
1: sea? <laughs> um are pomegranates good for eating or are they merely decorative in this house? Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, good good questions, yeah. Right. Those right. are the hard they questions. They would have been they would have been, you know, anything would have done. Right. You know, like I just wanted some questions, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well anyway,
1: what is your shoe size, sir? okay sorry i went too far
0: all right so that was first kings chapter 10 Mm -hmm. and tomorrow we're getting into
1: well tomorrow is saturday oh
0: shit is it already saturday it is
1: already saturday so we will be doing our q a And I'm not sure what we're queuing because most of this week was just Solomon's great. He's so awesome. I want to lick him. He's so great. Can I fuck him? I think
0: you should try to dig up some dirt on him. Like, I, I, think, I think you should go out of your way to try to dig up some dirt on them.
1: Um, my only problem with that is, like, it's probably from chapters we haven't right, read yet. Right, right, right. That's so true. That's true. So, I, I worry. I don't want spoilers. That's true. But, I'll, you know, I'll find something. I always come yeah. through.
0: Yeah, d- definitely.
1: And then we'll also, the next day, Sunday, have our, um, uh, what's it called? We, As we, a mom's Oh,
0: the but, s-
1: Sacrilegious Book Club. That, yeah. yeah. And we'll also have our weekly replay.
0: Are you ever going to get around to uh, doing a um, Patreon episode?
1: I am. Oh, you my are, God.
0: You said that last week we are going to do it.
1: I did. I did. And then you um, left them hanging. You're okay. like,
0: nah, I didn't, I didn't get be around fair,
1: to it. To be fair, I've had to um, do some extra work for a friend of mine this week and was not as available as right. I thought I would be when I made that vow. So. I've been
0: pretty fucking busy myself. So,
1: So sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but... We will be back on Monday with First Kings Chapter 11.
0: Awesome. Um, one quick reminder here. I don't say it every episode, but I'll say it today. Um, just a reminder that on no, no, not November, September, September. September the 3rd. September 3rd. We will be down in Louisville at the um, Kentucky Freethought Convention, and we would love to see some of you guys out there. So I, I think tickets are $10 if you buy them ahead of time, And $15 at the door.
1: That's what I've read.
0: And, um, of course, you know, we'll be there, so that would be awesome if we saw you guys there.
1: There's going to be some pretty um, big-hitting names, so you won't be sorry even if you avoid us for some reason. I can't imagine why you'd want to shun us. Right,
0: and if we still have coffee by the time you get there, if you tell us that you heard about this on our podcast, you get to have a free, you know, sample of our coffee from UngodlyBrew.com. I mean,
1: why wouldn't you want that? Right?
0: Duh. Duh. All right, that's all we got for today, and we will see you guys tomorrow for the Q&A.
1: Yep, bye. Husband. Wife. Um, today is Saturday.
0: It sure the fuck is.
1: Q&A, Saturday. That's what we're doing. <laughs>
0: is that what we're doing?
1: That's what we're doing. All right. Do you know what our cues are?
0: I really have no fucking clue.
1: Okay, so I thought we would discuss a little bit about the Queen of Sheba. As oh, well fun. as that month of Ziv or whatever. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked into a little bit of those things.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, that, so let's, let's go ahead and get on into it then.
1: That, yes, let's do. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Ken has. All right.
1: Okay, so let's start with the Queen of Sheba. Okay. I'm so fucking interested in this bitch. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. There are so many legends about her.
0: I mean, we know her name, so obviously, you know.
1: Well, um We knew her name before
0: we started the Bible.
1: Right, exactly. I didn't know she was from the Bible. Right. Well, that's where...
0: I mean, fuck, there's a fucking cat food named after her. Is there really? Yeah, Sheba.
1: Sheba? Is the queen of Sheba?
0: I mean, I would assume it's about something like that. Yeah, because, you know, know cats and... Um, you know, what? queens.
1: Cats and queens?
0: Yeah, especially Egyptian, you know.
1: She's not from Egypt.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
1: Um, well, I mean, she might be, but probably not, because okay. right. there are stories about her under Jewish, Islamic, Yemenite, Ethiopian, and other Middle Eastern um, countries. Damn. Yeah, and they each have their own version. I only uh, jotted down here in my notes a couple, but she is so um, just full of story. Got it. And in some stories, she's a king instead of a queen. Oh. But yeah, who even fucking knows? Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. Um, she is one of the most widespread and fertile cycles of legends in the Middle East. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Um, modern historians identify Sheba with both South Arabian kingdom of Saba in present day Yemen and Ethiopia. Okay. Okay. Yep. And the queen's existence actually, though, is disputed among historians. So it's, gotcha.
0: not, it's
1: not likely that she existed, but she may have because there's lots of fucking stories about her.
0: Right, right.
1: Okay, one of the first things I want to clear up, though, in addition to the fact that she's just fucking legendary. Right. Is, you know those hard questions? Yeah. They were actually probably riddles. Okay. Not like hard questions. Like, I have some you know questions for you that i need answered right on i don't know religion or whatever like they weren't philosophical questions they okay. weren't um questions about business or his his kingdom or anything like that they were very likely riddles okay which that makes sense because um you've heard stories about um the, the person that's wandering through the desert and he comes up, up upon um oh what is that unfinished uh the sphinx right and it asks riddles of the man in the desert
0: kind maybe no no you no. ever heard that no
1: okay well the sphinx is supposed to be something that asked riddles got
0: it okay, okay. so it,
1: it makes sense um so there's that which I just I don't know why but I just thought that was so fucking interesting that it wasn't like, I was thinking hard questions. Like, I have some hard questions for you, husband. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, if I told you I have some hard questions for you. Yeah. You would not be happy. No. You would be worried yeah. and afraid. Right. Yeah. But if I said, I have some riddles for you, you would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bible stories of the Queen of Sheba and the ships of Ophir, O-P-H-I-R, which was um a uh, port okay. that... Um, King Solomon got a lot of his imports from. Yeah. um, Through that port. So Bible stories of the Queen of Sheba and the ships of Ophir served as a basis for legend about the Israelites traveling in the Queen of Sheba's entourage when she get this returned to her country to bring up her child by Solomon.
0: Oh shit. Right? So they did get it on.
1: In some stories. In
0: some stories. Okay. Right. right. Right.
1: And um, there's some questions later on in um, the Song of Solomon, yeah, um, which we haven't got to. And I'm not even sure where that is in the Bible. I, I right. don't know anything. I don't know if that's a book itself or if that's a part of a book of the Bible. I don't know.
0: Got it. Song got it. of
1: Solomon. Style, yeah. Where it, it talks about a dark, beautiful woman. And some postulate that that could be the Queen of Sheba. Gotcha. And that she had a child by him.
0: Huh. So, Interesting.
1: So I don't know. Um, another legend has it that the Queen of Sheba brought Solomon the same gifts that the Magi later gave to to Christ. Oh you know the three wise men yeah which you know he's supposed to be the wisest, right right right. So that's interesting. yep. So um, there were a whole lot of other legends that I just there were so many I couldn't even get to all of them, but there were ones that involved demons. Hmm. and spiders
0: so like we could go down a whole fucking rabbit hole with shiba with huh? just
1: shiba alone yeah that would be an interesting i don't know um like
0: extra piece. extra
1: piece maybe like a patreon sometime we'll do a just a queen of shiba expose yeah and talk about all of those right i would like to read up more on her because i didn't have time <laughs> And, and I feel like I really cut myself short. (laughs) I'm so intrigued by this bitch. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was that month of Ziv or whatever it was. Yeah. We're like, the fuck is a Ziv? Right.
0: Right. Right.
1: So I don't know if you recall, but it was in first Kings chapter six, verse one. This is what it said. It was in mid-spring in the month of Ziv during the fourth year of Solomon's reign that he began to construct the Lord of the Temple. Right. I'm sorry, the Temple of the Lord. Sure. Dyslexia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ziv is a Hebrew word that means light or glow. Okay. And um, prior to the Babylonian captivity, it was Ziv, but then during the Babylonian captivity, which we haven't reached yet. Um, the word became I-R. Okay. And that is interpreted as month of blossoming. Okay. So. Sure. Spring. Yeah. It's, it's a,
0: April maybe or something.
1: Something like that. Right. Um, I'm going to get to that in just a second because what I did here was uh, write down um, all the months from yeah. that calendar. So I'm just going to say something about each month briefly. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, but before I do that, the Hebrew calendar calendar is a lunisolar calendar, which means that the months are based on the cycle of the moon, hmm. but the years are based on the cycle of the sun. Okay, because you know, the, it how the um, moon influences yeah. the seasons. I think we are on a similar um, calendar ourselves. We just use it a different date sure. system because. Yeah. Again, the moon determines the months, you know, the cycles, the seasons of the earth. But it takes one year for the sun to travel around or for the earth to travel. Wait. Yeah. The earth to travel around the sun. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'm not an astronomy major. So, you know, I had to think for a second. Wait, what goes what? You get what I'm trying to say, right? (laughs) Yes. So we're on a similar setup, but our days are different. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... The calendar year features 12 lunar months, again, similar to ours. Right. But all of their months are either 29 or 30 days. Hmm. Okay? Okay. They don't have 31 days. Like, we're 30 or 31, except for February, which is 28 or 29. Yeah. The, all of theirs are 29 or 30, period. Maybe it end. was
0: one of those missing, like, some of, during some of those missing days where they, they made the sun stand still. <laughs> right, like, well, fuck right. It, we need to add some days, so let's just make the sun stand still.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they also have, like, how our February has, um, every four years, we have a leap year. Yeah. And that just means we add an extra day. Right. So, they have an extra lunar month that they refer to as a leap month. Oh. And that's added periodically seven times every 19 years.
0: Huh. Huh. Okay, to
1: synchronize the 12 lunar cycles with the longer solar year.
0: Got it, got it, yeah.
1: The beginning of each um, Jewish lunar month is based on the appearance of the new moon. Got it. So theirs actually follows the moon, whereas ours just goes like... Sort of in... Ours, I mean, if you notice, our calendar months have kind of shifted. They aren't entirely in sync with the seasons anymore. Right, Um, because at the end of January, the next day is February 1st period, the end. Right. You know what I mean? Like whether there's a moon, whether it's the season or not, we just do what we do. Yeah. Okay. So the first month is Nissan N I S -S A N uh, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced like the car. (laughs) Um, it's the month of barley ripening and it's the first month of spring.
0: Oh, so their calendar starts it in starts spring. It starts in spring,
1: yes. um, It's March to April on our calendar. And gotcha. it is a 30-day month. Got it. Okay? The next one is IR, and that would be Ziv. Right. Okay? And that's the second month, and it's April, May, and it is spring, and it is 29 days. Okay. Okay? Yep. The third one is Sivan, which means season or time and that usually falls may june and it's a 30 day month and it's still considered spring may june
0: gotcha still
1: considered spring right tammuz is the fourth month it's summer june july it's 29 days and Tammuz is the month of the sin of the golden calf. If you oh, recall, oh, so it must have
0: been when that happened, I guess. Yeah,
1: it that's that happened in Tammuz. Got it. And that's you know the that whole golden calf thing that resulted in Moses breaking the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Right, yeah. So that happened in Tammuz. Yep. Okay. Number five, um, the fifth month is Av, and that's one of several months which are not explicitly named in the Hebrew Bible. Interesting. And it is a thirty day month that happens in July August time frame and it is summer.
0: So not a lot happened during that time <laughs> in the Bible.
1: No, I guess not. Um today's date as we're reading this yeah. is the fifteenth of Av fifty seven eighty two. That the year fifty seven eighty two. Oh, I like that remember? a lot.
0: Like that's really cool.
1: Yeah, remember I told you that um their years. Yeah. They start from when Adam and Eve happened. We
0: should start giving the uh, um, date, of the Jewish the date, Jewish date, in, uh in when we read the Bible.
1: We could if we, you felt know, like, like, like it would be like
0: a star date, like you star know. Date.
1: <laughs> um. So that's today. Again, as we're reading it, it's the fifteenth of Av. Got um. It. You guys will be hearing this the next day, which is the sixteenth of Av. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So the next month is the sixth month, Elul. It's 29 days, August, September, summer, and the word originated from the Akkadian word for harvest. Okay. So even though it's summer, it's late summer for us, and so that's their harvest month. Sure. Um, The seventh month is Tishrei, or Tishrai, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Okay. It's 30 days, September, October time frame, autumn. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And, um, appropriately enough... Um, Tishrei comes from the Akkadian beginning. Got it. So, it's the beginning of harvesting all your shit. Right, right, right. Okay. Number eight. The eighth month is Marshavan. Yeah, Marshavan. And that's from the Akkadian. That literally means eighth month. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I had to include that. Um, Marshavash is sometimes shortened to just Shavon. Um, I mispronounced the first one. It's Marshavan. Okay. So it's sometimes shortened to just Shavon. Got it. And I am positive I'm pronouncing these wrong. So multiple apologies. Yeah. I'm not trying to be. Right. Um, rude or insulting. I'm just, I suck. Period. Sure. Yeah. Um It's um, been reinterpreted as the Hebrew word for bitter. Like the way the Hebrew spelling yeah. is. Um, some of their symbols have changed. Shifted over time. Yep. And so now it's been reinterpreted as the Hebrew word for bitter, alluding to the fact that the month has no holidays or fasts. Oh, that's
0: boring. Right? Yeah. That's
1: why I included it. I thought that was just boring enough to be interesting. Right. Or yeah. Interesting in its boringness. And as
0: many celebrations as they have, you know, like people are like, God, a whole yeah. fucking month? No, no celebrations? Month.
1: Yeah, exactly. Jeez. um The Hebrew Bible before the Babylonian X File refers to it as the month of Bull. Okay. B U L, and um, that actually is something that we have just recently read that we didn't realize. That's what we were reading oh. in First Kings chapter six. Okay. So I mean, this was just this past Monday we would have yeah, read this, yeah. and I think we probably did like go, "What the fuck is that?" I'm gonna have to look into these months because right. I know Ziv was the one, and then there was another reference to a month. It must have been this one.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um, but si- Siobhan... Is twenty nine or thirty days? Okay. And it is in October, November timeframe, and it is autumn.
0: Got it. Okay. Yep.
1: Um, it's one of those that it gets adjusted depending on what lunar cycles. Exactly. What have you. Right. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. So the ninth month is Kislev. It's thirty or sometimes twenty nine days. Right. So it's usually thirty. The other one was twenty nine, sometimes thirty. This one is 30, but sometimes 29. Right. And it's
0: probably depending on the last Mm -hmm. month because there's obviously some fluctuation in those. Right. And they have
1: it all figured out, you know, the way we have our calendar figured out. They've got theirs all figured out. Right. Um, This falls in November, December timeframe, still autumn, sometimes known as the month of dreams or also hope and positiveness because of the expectation and hope for rains.
0: Ah, okay. Which
1: I'm like, but why?
0: That seems, I mean here we wouldn't expect rains in November December time frame but right you know. oh well, well yeah, I mean I guess is... we would somewhat now with global warming and all but you know right
1: but this is um in the Middle East I guess so yeah, yeah no I guess that same... makes better sense right I was thinking of it like here and like why yeah why? no what? I mean,
0: it's all this this is why it makes no sense because it's you know local right it's local ideas it's local right plots, so, exactly
1: yeah. in Jewish rabbinic literature the month of Kislev is also believed to correspond to the tribe of Benjamin. I don't oh, okay. I don't know why, but I thought Maybe that was Maybe that's worth, when
0: Benjamin was born.
1: It uh, could be. You know, it could be. So. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it in there. Sure. I read it. Uh, there was no nothing else to it. I just thought, okay, I'm going to just put that in there. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. Right. Okay, the 10th month is Tevet. It is 29 days. Um December, January, and it is winter. Yep. And it is from the Babylonian for Muddy Month.
0: Ah, which makes sense. Right.
1: December, January, muddy month. Sure. Okay, the 11th month is Shavat, which I think we've heard of before. That sounds familiar to me. Okay. Um, It is 30 days. It is winter, January, February time frame. And it's from the Acadian strike that refers to the heavy rains of the season. Okay. And the last month is Adar. And it is February, March time frame, winter, 29 days. Got it. And that is the calendar. So okay. now we know Ziv was the second month. Is that what I said? I thought the you second... said it was the first month. No, 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 Oh, Oh, no, that's right. is Nissan. The first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the first month. Ziv is the second one, which is now I.R.
0: Okay. Okay. Got so it. we
1: don't call it Ziv anymore.
0: Okay. Um, that was
1: pre Babylonian um, captivation. Got captivity. It. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. That is that. And awesome. I still want to know, that was interesting, but I still want to know more about the Queen of Sheba.
0: Yeah, no, I think we should definitely do a special episode I'm about just, that.
1: I'm just, I'm like so intrigued.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We need to not forget to do that. So. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know more about these demons and spiders and gifts of the Magi and whatever else they got.
0: And I need to do just a quick shout out here. I need to like let people know if there is something that we said we were going to cover at some point and you're like, when are they going to cover it? Maybe reach out to us, because, like... I guarantee you I forgot. We say shit all the time, and we're like, that would be fun, and then we never remember to do it, so... Because
1: I am supposed to write this stuff down, but I can't write and be on talking, recording at the same time. Right, sometimes
0: we can barely talk, so...
1: Facts. I mean, I literally have dyslexia and confuse my words, so (laughs) y'all have heard me do that multiple times, so yeah, definitely let me know if there's something that you um, want me to talk about. I will definitely cover it.
0: Right, yeah. All right, well, that was our Q&A for today.
1: Q&A Saturday.
0: And tomorrow we will be back with Oh, wait, I
1: did the wrong jingle. Q&A Saturday. Yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah, sorry, because tomorrow is...
0: Tomorrow is...
1: Sacrilegious Book Club. And... And the weekly wrap-up. Replay. Replay.
0: My gosh.
1: My gosh.
0: Right. What am I? I know, right?
1: I'm I'm a demon spider with um, Solomon baby riddles. And
0: sometime either, in, probably early next week, we'll have a Patreon as well.
1: Yes, I actually have that set up. So, yes, we will get that. <laughs> we will get that out shortly. Apologies. I love you guys. You are not forgotten. I Definitely just not. suck.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here, guys. We'll see you tomorrow for the Sacrilegious Book Club.
1: We will. Bye. Husband! Wife! Um, do you know what today is?
0: Uh, you're about to sing and tell us, I think.
1: I am! Today is Sunday, time for Sacrilegious Book Club! Yeah, that. (laughs) And we are covering Asimov's Guide to the Bible.
0: Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. And what pages are we covering?
1: Today we are starting in the book of Exodus.
0: Oh, joy, we're starting a new chapter.
1: Yes, yes we are. And (laughs) Uh, we're covering pages 118 to 130.
0: Did you want to cover any of the topics we might be going over or no?
1: Um. No? The way he sets it up. I, okay. I told you this last time. Oh. It's, it's a lot of geography and history and, um, we're starting the book of Exodus. and okay. We'll talk a lot about pharaohs.
0: Okay. All right. Pharaohs. pharaohs. Got it. Yeah.
1: Pharaohs. Let's do pharaohs.
0: All right. Here we come. Pharaohs. Okay.
1: Okay, in this edition of the Sacrilegious Book Club, <laughs> um, I do want to say that this section of Asimov's notes is much shorter, much shorter oh. than the book of Genesis.
0: Okay, So, All right.
1: uh, Whereas the last section, or the last chapter, I should say, on Genesis yeah. was um, broken up, I broke it up into about six parts. This section... The book of Exodus, I'm only breaking up into, like, three, maybe four parts.
0: Got it, got it. So,
1: um... Well,
0: there's not as many areas to cover. Right. Like, it all kind of kept within a certain boundary of things.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, like, the beginning of time through Noah. (laughs) Right, yeah. Which is what uh, Genesis was. Quite an expanse to cover. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for this one... Um, generally I'm going to be covering about 12-ish pages per section, whereas last time I was covering about 15 to 17 pages per section. Okay. So just, just that general note, this one's going to go a lot quicker, I think.
0: Got it. Okay? Got it. Okay.
1: So he starts out the book of Exodus with the word Exodus.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a smart place to start it.
1: And Exodus just means a large exit, which, right, duh.
0: Right. Kind of self-explanatory. And,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, the book of Exodus, which we already said this before also, it picks up about 400 years after Genesis. Right. So just a reminder, that's where we're at, 400 okay. years later.
0: Got it. And, and we're no longer talking about clans, correct?
1: Um, I believe not. At least I believe, generally. I believe you are correct on that, that we are now referring to people as people, Got individual it. persons.
0: Well, we certainly definitely refer to Moses as a person when mm-hmm. we... No, I'll Moses. get there in
1: a minute. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> also, uh, I've covered this before as well, but Asimov points it out, so I just want to remind you guys that sure. um, when the Jewish named, uh, or I'm sorry, when the Jewish were uh, going through this book and putting it all together, mm-hmm. they always named things um, with the first sentence of the book. That was the name of the book. Yes. Yeah. So um, this book the book of exodus they just called names or the book of names got it whereas we call it exodus okay so yeah there's that so that's that's pretty much all that we want to take away from the that first bit okay, okay? yeah and that was on page 118 okay so moving on we're still on page 118 that's how short that little segment was yeah the next one is ephraim I don't know if you remember, but that was Joseph's younger son.
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. The other
1: one was Manasseh. Right, right. right. Okay. Um, Joseph's sons are mentioned in First Chronicles, but that is more likely a reference to the tribe generally than the person individually, and that's pretty much it.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. All else concerning Jacob's sons is extra biblical legend, meaning...
0: Those extra stories that we find occasionally, and we're like, whoa. Right. That's crazy. Stuff
1: that's outside of the Bible.
0: Like that giant that like, hits right on the, on the, uh, oh, yeah. The ark and stuff. Yes, yes. That was, some that cool was shit. an
1: amazing fairy tale. Right? Jewish fairy tales are awesome, you guys. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, like I want, I'm down with them. I want to read more about those. Totally. Um,. There is a book called The Testaments of the Twelve Patriarchs. Okay. And Asimov mentioned this briefly. And so what I am about to tell you is actually not in Asimov's Guide to the Bible, but I was so intrigued by The Testaments of the Twelve Patriarchs that I had to go look this book up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this little bit is just extra for your ear holes. Okay. Awesome. It's a book written about... 100 BCE. Okay. Purportedly the deathbed statements of each of the 12 sons of Jacob. Oh. Okay. Which, again, that would be the 12 tribes. Right. The 12 yeah, patriarchs, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So in the 13th century, they were introduced into the Western world, the Latin translation by Robert Gross Test or Grossatesti, or Grossetesti, which <laughs> I think is the funniest way to say it. Right. He was the Bishop of Lincoln.
0: Okay, Whatever that
1: means for you. He believed it was a genuine work of the 12 sons of Jacob, and he accused the Jews of concealing the Testaments, quote, on account of the prophecies of the Savior contained in them.
0: Hmm. Okay?
1: Okay. Scholarship tends to focus on this book as a Christian work, whether or not it has a Jewish predecessor, because of that.
0: Got it. But
1: it it is a work of fiction, clearly.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: So... Um, here is what each of the 12 sons, their story, their little story covered. Okay. Okay. And they, they were each covering a sin like the, that son's greatest sin. Yeah. Okay. So Reuben was about lust. Simon was about envy. Okay. Levi was about arrogance. Judah was about courage, monetary greed, and fornication. (laughs) Issachar was about abstinence. Zebulon was about ignorance and succumbing to peer pressure. Okay. Dan was about anger and lying. Mm, Nephtali is the only one that doesn't really fit in with this. Um, that particular story had apocalyptic elements in it and some visions.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Gad was, quote, put away hatred from your hearts and instead... Love one another.
0: That doesn't sound like a sin either.
1: Mm, no, but it, it. These are all lessons. Got so it. they're either saying don't be like this, or they're saying do be like that.
0: Got it. Got okay. It.
1: Yeah. Asher's was follow truth with singleness of faith.
0: Okay. Joseph
1: covered chastity, and Benjamin covered deceit and fornication. Mm, okay. okay. Each son reviewed his own life in these stories bewailed his shortcomings and urged his children to avoid his sins and to practice virtue. Wow! Wherever Whatever moral and ethical values these lectures might have, says Asimov, they are valueless as history.
0: Guys, Which yeah.
1: I just love, I love right. quoting him because he just, I, I've said this before, every once in a while, he just slips in this and that was trash.
0: Right. Why? Well, I mean, it's not, it's part of the, discourse but sure. it's not really like like he says you know it's not it's historically relevant if you're taking the bible as a study material it doesn't really hold any weight as far as the, the,
1: the book itself the existence of the book is the entire value of it right what it says in it meh you know
0: right but let's say that they had included these at some point into the bible then we would sure. be discussing them regardless sure so
1: sure but
0: it's a matter of whether it's in the book or not and then Even from there, yeah,
1: I just I I love the way Asimov phrases things, yeah, valueless as history, regardless, right? Okay, so that's that section and extra, right? Um, the next section is pharaoh, and in this, we're not talking about any particular pharaoh except for the one of the oppression, okay, Okay. the pharaoh of the oppression, so whoever it was that oppressed the. Israelites. Um, Israelites, right. And this section starts on page one twenty, and it is by far the longest section I've covered so far. It is uh, four pages long. Wow. Yeah, and the rest are sometimes maybe half a page to like one and a half pages. Gotcha. Okay, so four pages was a lot. Yep. Okay. Um, so the story of the Israelites continues. Right. Um, they prospered, multiplied, and grew numerous. Right. And do you remember me talking about the Hyksos, which was the foreign rulers that came in? Yes. And yeah. um, that's probably one of those was the one that welcomed Joseph with open arms and was right. perfectly fine putting yeah, a foreigner. Yeah, because they were
0: probably related at some level or something. Right, so. right.
1: He recognized in him a, a some kind of kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. that they were both Asian foreigners to right, Egypt. Right, right. Okay, and, and again, this is not facts. This is just um, uh, something that we're saying this probably could have happened. Sure. Um, it, it's just one of those postulates yeah, kind of things. So the Hyksos, having maintained independence, cut off as they were. So remember I told you Egypt was kind of isolated and yeah. it allowed them to flourish for um, centuries on yep. their own. Yep. Um, they The Hyksos ruled Egypt long enough to become, quote, complacent and rather decadent. So it's like they, they rose and then they got lazy and that's how they fell. Gotcha. Kind of like any great nation. huh? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. So after a century and a half of foreign rule, resurgent Egyptians broke their power and then a native dynasty began. So the uh. Egyptians were like, you know what? Enough of this foreign stuff. We are going back to our roots and we're taking power. Right. Okay. And a new pharaoh would likely have nothing but dislike and suspicion for the Israelites being afraid that they would join with the invaders due to their cultural and language ties to Asian invaders. Sure. Okay. So that suspicion led to discrimination, oppression, and eventually slavery. Right. And the more that they disdained them, the more that um, there was um, the Israelites feeling icked out over that and so then they would fight that and that would kind of like prove the oppressors uh, point right and it just got worse and worse until finally it went where it went sure okay so then follows a really long two-page string of who could it be okay the referring to the the pharaoh of the oppression okay okay like who was that pharaoh in the history right and he's like could it be this guy no probably not could it be that guy no probably not got it um i skipped a lot of that because i don't really feel like it's relevant to summarizing that section other than to say
0: it wasn't all these guys it wasn't
1: all those guys that he suggested that it might be okay okay um he says to study this better you need to turn to Egyptian history because the Bible only cares about the plight of the Israelites.
0: Obviously. Which which
1: we've seen. And
0: and I in my, to my understanding the, the Egyptians kept very detailed records of things so
1: Yes and no they did. Yes. But that doesn't mean that they were accurate sure. records. Sure. Sure. Um, each ruler but was going to... they would
0: gonna... denote something that's going on, so. Right,
1: like, you're going to see a ruler saying he ruled, and that part would be true, but right. what he accomplished would not necessarily. And so that muddies the waters a lot. Got it. And also, because their names are repetitive, it's hard to tell which one did what.
0: Do you think they muddied the waters as much as Bathsheba and San- um, um, oh, Solomon? Oh,
1: burn! <laughs> no. No, I don't. Um... Here's another quote from Asimov. There are those who suggest that only the Joseph tribes, Ephraim and Manasseh, were enslaved in Egypt. And that after they left Egypt, they joined a federation of tribes who were attacking Canaan directly from the desert. Oh. Which we've kind of thought that might be the case, right? Sure. uh, Not in those exact words or terms. But But that that, there was other
0: Israelites mm -hmm. that they came across outside of Egypt. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. So that that wasn't shocking, but I I thought it was neat that you and I kind of
0: thought that, on that,
1: and yeah. then Asimov is like, yeah, probably,
0: right, right.
1: So that makes me feel like a smarty beans. <laughs> there is also speculation that the pharaoh of the oppression was Ramses the Second. Okay, this is the one that Asimov kind of sticks behind a little bit. Don't, okay? I,
0: th- and th- th- you don't need to correct me or or, or whatever. But not I, I don't some people um, associate Ramses with the devil?
1: Um, that I don't know. Hmm. Um, I could I do be know, wrong about
0: that, but I, I thought that that is something that
1: the name Ramses means um, son of Ra. Okay. So it's a lot like the name Pharaoh, where it's not a proper name; it's more of a title that's bestowed upon them. Got it. So okay. Um, I I don't know.
0: That's fine. I, um, like I said, it's not. I don't need the the answer to it. I just it feels like I've heard something about that with regard to some meaning to biblical something or other.
1: I didn't come across that, but that doesn't mean that it's not out there. Right. So right. I, I don't know the answer to that. I've not heard that.
0: Sure. But no, there's a lot. I don't know. So, yeah.
1: so Ramses the was quote, a vainglorious despot. So that means he was an iron fisted ruler who was extremely um, proud and excited about himself. Got it. Um, one might say Trump esque, right? Okay, um, he was in a long term struggle with the Asians who were he was always fighting them. They were always trying to invade, and he was always trying to fend them off and attack them back. Right, and so he would thus look down on the Israelites with suspicion, which I already said.
0: Do you think he had a tagline like Mega, make Egypt great again?
1: Probably, probably. (laughs) Those
0: damn mega heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: That would not surprise me. Right. Um. This next point, it it starts a new paragraph. If there was any pharaoh of the oppression at all,
0: got it. What? Right. Oh no! Could the entire story be (laughs) contrived?
1: So I'm hmm. right. I've got another quote from Asimov. This I apologize, but this one is going to be a little bit quote heavy just because he summarized things so succinctly. Yeah, sure. Um, it's easier sometimes to just pull out what he said and then put my two cents in around. Well, we it. want
0: to hear from Asimov because we're reading Asimov. So, sure. You know, sure, like, sure. Why not?
1: So he says this last reservation is made necessary by the fact that there is no record outside the Bible of Israelites in Egypt of their enslavement, and of their escape. Interesting. In particular, none of the events of Exodus are to be found anywhere in the Egyptian records uncovered by modern archaeologists. Hmm. Modern as of his time when he wrote this, which was in 68. I would be slightly
0: out. curious to, to know whether or not... That, I mean, were there records of Israelite slaves? Do you know?
1: Not according to him. Okay. So, no.
0: All right. Okay. No.
1: Israelite enslavement. According to him, we've not found any of that either um, anywhere else or in Egyptian records.
0: Interesting. Right. Interesting.
1: Right. So, uh, who knows? Did it happen? Who could say? Right. Who could say? So, that's that section. Uh, The next one is Pithom and Ramsey, or Raamses or ra Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, I'll explain that in a minute. Um, In Exodus... Chapter one, verse 11, it says, and they built for Pharaoh store cities, Pithom and Ramses or Ramses. Okay? okay. So those those two things are cities. And by store cities, it meant places where they stored stuff. Got it. Um, In many Bibles, there is still a mistranslation. It refers to them as uh, treasure cities, but okay. they weren't treasures. They were storage. storage. Got it. Okay. Pithom means patum in egyptian which is house of the setting sun okay ruins of this city were discovered in 1882 near the suez canal interesting of which ramses ii built an early rendition so he built an early rendition of the suez canal huh. okay and ruins of the ruins contain a statue of ramses ii which kind of bolsters the claim that maybe um he was that guy, because he's the only one of all the Ramses that would have put a statue of himself there.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, now, Ra Amses, Ra Amses, like there's two A's instead of just Ramses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an extra A. It's likely a city that Ramses had built in his own name. Similarly, he's the only guy that would have done that. Got it. So the fact that these two cities are mentioned in the Bible. Um, and that Ramses the Second had the vainglorious stuff going on with it, himself. It seems
0: to lend some credence to it. sure. and a and that bit.
1: that's why Asimov mentions it, and that's why I'm mentioning it. Sure. Okay. But it could
0: have been a much smaller scale than what they mm-hmm. l- lead us to believe. Sure, you know, sure. so.
1: Um, he also says, as a matter of fact, the pyramids, oddly enough, are nowhere mentioned in the Bible. So, like when we have this picture in our head of the slaves were, um, the Israelite slaves were building pyramids. Yeah. They weren't. Huh. They weren't building pyramids. They were building store cities. They were building buildings. Gotcha. To, gotcha. you know, keep the storage. Right. They. Right. Whereas, remember, the pyramids were only ever. Uh, meant for the sarcophagus of the Pharaoh. It, right. They were um, uh, graveyards, right. <laughs> basically. Right. So the slaves would not have been building those. Got it. Okay.
0: Who would have been building them?
1: I don't know, but it wasn't the slaves. Okay. That's not what the uh, Israelites were building. Got it. And they were not, the pyramids were not mentioned in the Bible, according okay. to Asimov. Got it. Okay. Yep. So that's that section. The next section is the daughter of Pharaoh, and that starts on page 127. Okay, okay, yep. Ramses II commanded all Israelite boy babies to be drowned, so when a son was born to a woman of the tribe of Levi, she tried to save him by placing him in a small boat of papyrus reeds, setting that uh, boat afloat on the Nile. Right. You remember that story, yeah, right? Yeah. And that That's Moses, it's right? It's
0: famous. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. The boat and the baby were discovered by the daughter of Pharaoh, which is what this section is about, whom the ancient Jewish historian Josephus names as (laughs) Thermoethes. 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 I don't know. Yeah. One of the early church fathers gave the name as Maris instead. So, but we don't know
0: who it was. Right. Right.
1: So everybody's like, maybe her name was this. Maybe it was that. But there's no telling who she was because the Pharaoh had, like, 50-plus daughters. Got it. So who fucking knows? Right. Okay. So next section is Moses. That baby growed up.
0: Yeah. Page
1: 128. Okay. Okay. The Hebrew name of this child was Moshe. Moshe. M-O-S-H-E-H. Okay. But then when it was translated to Greek, they have no S-H sound. And also, most Greek names end with an S, so it went from Moshe to Moses. Got it. Okay. And so even the
0: name Moses is a mis translation
1: Yes. Yes. It's a Greek translation from Hebrew. Interesting. And the reason that's important is because... Um, we're wondering where that name came from and how, you know, there's always a reason why one of these people has their name. Yeah, right? right. So most Bibles restore the Hebrew names, but it wasn't possible with Moses because it became too well known. Right. And there's no going back. You right. can't put the toothpaste back in the tube on this one. Sure. So when the priestly editors saw that Moshe meant, um, you know, was the original name. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit, we got to give a reason. what this name is okay you know and why why we're not going back on this one right right. so it was very similar to the name to the word masha which meant to draw out so that became the official derivation of moses's name and in exodus chapter 2 verse 10 pharaoh's daughter Called his name Moses, and she said, "Because I drew him out of the water." Ah, so they they added that just to explain, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why his name is right. Okay, but in Egyptian, Moses just means son. So, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Just just go with whatever, whichever whatever. way, whatever,
0: whatever floats, you whichever wrote. one you like, or your baby carriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So here's another quote from Asimov. Ancient legends are full of tales of children cast away for some reason or other who are miraculously saved and go on to become people of great importance. Yeah. In the Greek legends, this is the case with Perseus, Oedipus, and Paris, for instance. In the Roman legends, with Romulus. In the Persian legends, with Cyrus. You
0: know, I'm going to go on so far to say is even the United States has their rags to riches stories. Like, Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. love Pulling people up from the bottom to the top,
1: right? It's true. So it's true.
0: It's it's a consistent but these, theme. Throughout these history. are
1: specifically babies that were cast sure. out and then, you know, found and then became great.
0: Right, right. But don't we love the uh, the stories of like uh, the Hollywood one. actress, childhood child actresses that. That lost their way and then came back and made something of themselves. I mean, like, there's still those kinds of stories out there. The
1: same kind of idea. Right. Yeah. So, in Babylonian tales, do you remember Sargon of Agati?
0: I remember the name. I don't remember why.
1: Okay. Well, um, he's got another quote here that I'm going to read. He was just one of the guys that, um, Sargon of Agati, who was he? He was just one of the early guys that we talked about as it could be him for something or okay. other. Okay. Got it. that That one of these old legends was based on. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, quote, the priests in Babylon who were preparing the Hexateuch, which, you know, that would be the Pentateuch plus one. Right, So that right. would be um, Joshua. Right, Joshua. Um, in its final form, must have heard the legend of Sargon of Agadi, and it is very likely that they appropriated it. Sargon of Agadi is described as the illegitimate son of a noble woman who bore him in shame and secrecy, and then exposed him by putting him in a small boat of reeds and letting him drift down the river. The baby was rescued by a poor man who raised him as his own son. The biblical writers, however, improved the tale. Moses was a legitimate son and was raised by a princess.
0: Right, right. So,
1: yeah, these stories have been around forever, as you said. Yeah,
0: well, I, I, I... I don't know if you remember, we watched some crazy DVD years back that a friend of ours gave us. Mm, It was called Zeitgeist or something like that. And uh, it had crazy conspiracy theories in it. But, like, Mm -hmm. one of the things that we loved in it was that they listed off all the stories similar to Mm -hmm. the Bible stories. Yeah. And the Bible people, like, the same stories... Particularly over and the over Jesus and over. one, right?
1: The Jesus stories, and it
0: just—it's like that was one of the first times I was like, "Yeah, yeah," you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, the movie itself was crap, but it did introduce some neat things to think about, right? And find elsewhere. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was called Zeitgeist. So if you can get your hands on it, right? Definitely worth a watch. I, I think it also
0: had some conspiracy theory nine eleven shit in it. Oh, or it was—it
1: was complete so. trash. It was like the last section of it you could stop when you get to that last section the last section was trash it really was but everything up to that last section was was really yeah it was all right the religious stuff was cool but then when it started going off i was like "Eh." yeah yeah no thank you so that was that section okay the next section is midian which is on page 129 okay okay another quote here from asimov As a grown man, Moses found himself sympathizing with the Israelite slaves, presumably out of humanity and possibly because he had learned of his own origins. Right. In a fit of anger, he killed an Egyptian overseer. And when this was found out, left Egypt hurriedly to avoid execution. Right. As you would. As you would. (laughs) So um, that's the end of that quote. He fled to Midian, which is just outside Imperial Egypt. And he lived... Um, to be 120 years old. Right. And the Bible loves this because they're able to divide his life neatly into perfect thirds. So from uh, birth to age 40, he lived as an, he lived as an Egyptian prince. Right. Okay. Then ages 40 to 80, he lived as an exile in Midian. Right. And then um, ages 80 to 120, he lived as a leader of the Israelites. Yeah. And so isn't that just perfect and beautiful? It really is, yeah. Very unlikely right. that it went down that way. But I
0: think we discussed that they didn't really... Remember how... Okay, so Moses murdered that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And But then he came back and he did all these things against Pharaoh. They never really mm-hmm. covered how he was able to come back without getting executed right, or right. anything like that. So. Well,
1: no. Um, I think that there was only one witness... And he, like, killed that witness or something. Well,
0: so then why run in the first place? Why uh, did he run? I don't
1: run? know. I don't know. Because
0: he did. He ran. He left. Yeah,
1: he did. But I don't remember. I think that... Uh, I, I don't remember why that was Maybe wasn't just covered. in case, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure.
0: gone for a few days and whatever. And
1: see what happens. Yeah. But he did live uh, an extensive time, many years, as an exile. Maybe maybe
0: he just uh, people forgot, you know? Like he's gone long enough, like came back, was like, eh, no one knows now. And
1: now now I lead the Israelites. Right, right. So that was it for um that sacrilegious book club. All right. Um next time we'll still be in the book of Exodus and we'll be covering pages one hundred thirty to one forty two. The subjects will be again Pharaoh, but this time Pharaoh of the Exodus. Okay. And Horeb, Jehovah, a. A. Ron, aAron Aaron, <laughs> The Magicians of Egypt, Passover, Abib, and the Red Sea. All right. And it's only going to be about 12 pages, so y'all can keep up. There you go. Get a book, read it.
0: All right. Perfect. Well, we will see you guys next week with the Sacrilegious Book Club. Mm-hmm. And until then, uh, well, I guess we got our weekly replay today, but you probably aren't listening to that since you're listening to this singly. Mm-hmm. Or you are listening to this on the weekly replay which is one of the two amazing and we'll see a lot of you tomorrow for the next chapter in the bible which will be
1: first kings chapter 11
0: yes (laughs) Yes.
1: yes 11 chapter 11 all
0: right we'll see you guys then
1: bye hey
0: wife i guess that's the end